Oh, you know you read the Xbox cast, man. It is that time of the year again. This is our last episode, and these are our Game Awards of the year. So, we're all ready to send off 2021, and we're all ready to wrap up Season 5. I mean, the Season 5 has been a massive season. We've got a couple stats to share with you guys, because Lee likes stats. And of course, we're going to talk about our Games of the Year and all the different categories. This year, we had a bunch of different people all throwing their, their votes in. So we've got a bunch of different stuff to talk about. And otherwise, it's been a monster year. So Simone and, and Lee, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Simone I was almost going to ask myself. Are you uh -huh. talking to yourself? Hi. Hi, Simone and Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, fine. How are you doing, Simone? Um, oh, to be honest. I'm probably feeling the worst I've ever felt recording a podcast, but it's okay. What You're is dying. the reason? I could fall asleep at my desk right here and now if I was able to, if I was allowed to. Mm. Have you been partying too much? Yeah, all night. Lockdown parties all night. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right up until the early, early hours of the morning. Early, early hours of the morning. Okay. Just about. I think this week we've been in bed at about midnight since Friday night, hey? Well, I have. I don't know about you. And Mr. <laughs> I don't Lee, know about you. <laughs> Mr. Lee, how are you doing? Mate, I'm all right. It's new that I'm, I'm done now with work. I'm about over it. It needs so to when, end now. When do you knock off? When do you finish? Uh, Thursday. There's, there's barbecue Thursday afternoon, Thursday lunchtime. Nice. Oh, I nice. think most people will disappear then. Cool. So yeah. after Thursday, then it's all home time? Unwrapping Pretty presents much. time and not seeing your faces for a week. Thank God for that, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yes. How was your week? Oh, you know, people aren't organizing stuff at work because they're all on holiday. Ah, yes. You know that feeling, that old chestnut? No one really cares anymore. Everyone's just done. Yeah, I think everyone is just done. And I think we're a bit done as well. Considering this year we recorded... Almost 70 episodes. This is going to be our 69th episode of the year. Oh, really? I thought last week's episode was the 70th. No. Well, we did the AMA as well. Yeah, so this is the 69th, I believe. So we're just one short of 70, if my, if my math is correct. Oh, no, you're right. No, it's correct, yeah. 71 including the control one, which is yet to be released. Yeah. Which brings us to, so we're going to look back at our year in review and the Xbox cast 2021 year in review. Here's all our cool stats because Lee likes numbers. Mm. So the, we, have, we are wrapping up on our fifth year as a podcast. I mean, well done, guys. Pat yourselves mm -hmm. on the back. That's a colossal achievement. More, most small businesses don't even last this long. That's right. We have lasted small. longer than a restaurant. <laughs> and, and we've managed to survive COVID as well. We survived yeah. COVID as well. We survived COVID. And people need food. They don't need podcasts. Yes, they do. Yeah. It's like food for the brain. Ah, oh, yes. Well, not Back ours. That's our new tagline, food for the brain. Uh, so we've done in total 262 episodes, this one included. That's impressive. It's Plus incredible. two beaters. Did you include the beaters as well? No. Little beaters on that little one, little, monos, little um, microphone. I thought we had four beaters. We had four. I didn't count the first one. I may have counted the second from the second because the first one was shocking. 
Yeah, no, it was, it was interesting. Yeah. I don't think that one is found anywhere on the internet anymore. No, you you you'd lost that one. Yeah, no, that, lost. That's, lost. that's been lost to the ether. <laughs> so if you are one of the few people who have actually heard our first ever episode, you know, you are one of the special people. Mm. <laughs> you, and you, we're so sorry. Yeah, no, we, we apologize. Thank you <laughs> for sticking around. Yeah, if you're still <laughs> listening now, wow. <laughs> Good job, yeah. You guys should be getting an award for that, not us. We've managed to crack in our five years 19,000 all-time downloads, and this does not include our first year and a half. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. who was that with? I can't remember now. So we were with with SoundCloud, and oh, then SoundCloud right. were being weird, so we moved across to to Podbean, and so these stats that we're going to be talking about is, is all from our when we were one and a half years old, I believe. Mm. We were pro then, weren't we? So. If I remember correctly, we had 2,000 downloads on, on SoundCloud before we moved across. So bringing that across means that in total, people have heard our voices 21,000 times. I don't think that's healthy, but you know, <laughs> you do you. Considering that there's three of us here and we all download the podcast onto four different devices each, I think we're, we're listening to ourselves the most. Out of hey, I, download, I download it and then I delete it and then I download it again just to make sure it's downloaded. Like it's nice. And then I have it playing numbers. a loop in work. <laughs> uh, it's like you just go and open up multiple Spotify tabs and just stream all the episode at once. Yes, yep. yes, get the numbers, get the numbers. Get the numbers. iHeartRadio, actually. That's why iHeartRadio is so high. I see. Man, this year we got ourselves a new logo in case you guys haven't noticed. Hey, Cameron. Uh, we got a, a brand new stream set up because we brought Matty on, on board as our head of media. <laughs> yes, I got a PC for doing streaming too. That was exciting. And yeah. I got a ring light. Yeah, yeah, we all got some fancy ring lights and some Webcam. fancy toys. Simone is waiting for her toys. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, the most important thing, of course, is the friends we made along the way. So friends? this year, especially. Well, Work colleagues, work colleagues. <laughs> acquaintances, uh, competitors, thieves, thieves, thieves. So this year we became really good friends with the Hall of Gamers, which I'm sure you've noticed since we've popped up multiple times on their podcast and we've managed to actually get them across on our podcast now twice. We always have to clean the room after they've been, you know, sweep the dust out. I spent half an hour cleaning up before I started this morning, uh, today, because of that. Yeah, yeah, just some deep cleaning. Some yeah, COVID yeah. deep cleaning. It's just nonsense. So, yeah, that's, that's the stats in a nutshell. That's how we're currently sitting as a podcast, which, to be fair, is pretty damn good for three people out of Na uh, Napier, New Zealand, who don't actually know what the heck is going on. No, no idea. Who's making it up? Of course we do. Some more stats, Mr. Lee. Do you want to go through some of them since they're I mostly just, here for yeah. your benefit? Oh, okay. So 4.6 thousand, 4,600 4, downloads mm -hmm. uh, for the year. For the year. Most of them American for some reason. 3,000 from America. Yeah. Which is really odd. I don't know why people in America are listening to us because we never ever talk about the States. We always talk about trade me and Australian mm. dollars and dollar dues. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Aussies are beating the Kiwis, which is a bit sad. Yeah, come on, Kiwis, step up your come game. On guys, another hundred, please. Um, mostly downloading from iHeartRadio. Is that actually downloading? That's just streaming, though, isn't it? That would just be streaming. 
So about 40% of our episodes are through iHeartRadio. That's so surprising. I know, it's same. really surprising, isn't it? Because we never mentioned we're on iHeartRadio. No, never. <laughs> People just randomly found us on iHeartRadio. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should mention it more. Oh, uh, yeah, well, we're going to. Yeah. Clearly where all the people are. So guys, yes. if you're listening to us, we're also on our heart radio. Look at that. <laughs> I'll, I'll record that and use it later. Uh, Apple and then Spotify. And I think Spotify is quite interesting because that took us ages to get on our Spotify. Mm, it was a real the, pain to get on that. Yeah, we had to be vetted. We yes, Spotify came and interviewed us and yep. you know, turned us questions. upside down and took the money out of our pockets. And Apple Podcast is weird because it's never been set up properly. <laughs> Even to this day, it's not set up properly. It's just broken. But I can't do anything to it, so I'm just leaving it alone. It seems to be okay on my devices, and I'd listen on no, Apple Podcasts. No, we can't get to any of the stats. The stats oh. side's broken. Yeah, the stats side is broken. Yeah, I think and it's broken for everyone, them. though. Oh, okay. I contacted them, and they ignored me. Huh, how Apple of them? Apple, yes, I know. They're probably just thinking, <laughs> you're an idiot, stop it. And that's their normal <laughs> kind of reply to most things. They, they have a little thing. Do you know how when people email, they can see where it's come from in like the email from header? Android device. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, it's not from a Mac. It's not from an iPhone or an iPad or AirPods or the, the Podbean thing. What is the, the things that Apple have? The speakers? It's not from that. Mate, oh. why would I know this? Well, I mean. Google Home? Yeah, you know, Google Alexa. <laughs> not from Siri. We don't care. Sure, exactly. Who? So what's weird? So um, on the 26th of December 2020, so when it came out around about the same date, oh, mm -hmm. well, it came out that date, the highest downloads we had for the year is the Xbox Game Awards 2020. Oh, that's amazing. Cool. What is that about? People like Game Award shows. People like competition. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's so bizarre. People like and to hear about winners. And our biggest one, which then for this year was not second. Next one was new upgrade your comfy zone for some reason was really popular. <laughs> people, people really want to upgrade <laughs> their comfy zones. It must be a really good title or something. I don't know why. <laughs> something happened there. I don't know. We got the algorithms correct. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Most of the words is comfy. I was like, ooh, upgrading my comfy zone. That sounds exciting. That does sound exciting. Uh, and then, then in third place is Monster News. Was that night we spent like four days reading the news? Yeah. Well, I mean, fair enough. If your podcast goes over four days, people want to know what you're saying. They'll listen on double speed, so it only takes them two days. That's right, yeah. That was insane, that one, because we had like three weeks, three weeks worth of news. Yeah, I think that was a super long podcast. It's really odd, yeah. Most of our podcasts are from, well, top ones are all December last yeah. year. How strange. Amazing. That's it. That's, that's the stats I have. Yeah. And currently... One of our, um, our shows that is climbing the, the ladders as well to, to start taking on spot number four is the Hall of Gamers podcast we recorded last week. Oh. So that's not on this list, I don't believe. It's not on this list, though, is it? But oh. it is climbing exceptionally quickly to start challenging number three. Because it's had 90 odd downloads last week, wasn't it? 95 or something? As, as of this afternoon, 101. Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, thanks, Cameron. Yeah. Thanks, Cameron, for re-listening to that podcast again and again and again and again <laughs> and again and again. So yeah, pretty good going actually. I mean, those are not bad numbers. Of course, we were hit by COVID this year again, <laughs> um, and basically, you know, we we struggled. We dropped uh, we dropped fifteen percent in our listeners, 
But I mean, what could we do, really? Um, yeah, I think everyone did though, because no one's commuting. Yeah, mm-hmm. people people stopped traveling on the trains and the trams, and and suddenly stopped listening to podcasts. Yeah, I heard it because I listened to a few podcasts and I heard it across the board. They said numbers have just dropped completely, and all the sponsorships have hit have been hit as well. Like all the sponsorships have dropped off as well. I can oh, imagine. Yes. I think because yeah. Lee, you're the only person I know that will listen to podcasts and play games at the same time. Um... Yes, I listen to podcasts and do all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i work and listen to podcasts yeah i can't do that it's just there it's just feeding my brain <laughs> <laughs> how do you type emails because if i'm listening to something that's talking to me music is different but if someone's talking to me and i'm typing an email i start typing i what just type saying. the podcast yeah i just type the whole podcast <laughs> and yeah. email, it's fine. <laughs> i'm just like i hope this email did you know that the otter was <laughs> <laughs> what are you listening to <laughs> no such thing as a fish I, but what happens is you don't even hear the podcast sometimes because you're concentrating on whatever you're doing. And then you flick back again. And you go, oh, that's what the podcast is playing. So you kind of come and go. <laughs> oh, that's fine. amazing. You don't need to hear every single word they're saying. It's all good. Man, I want to go back and like write down notes as I'm listening to podcasts. Oh, God, no. I listen to so many podcasts. I can't do that. I just flop <laughs> books. <laughs> Lee writes books. My time listening to podcasts, volume yes. 1 through 17. <laughs> Interesting facts I got from my podcasts. <laughs> in no particular order. <laughs> oh, yes. fantastic. Well, it's, it's been, been cool. a, it's been a great year as well. I mean, well done us, well done listeners for actually sticking around and for continuing to listening, continue to listen, even though they have been kind of stuck at home, not doing much. Hmm. Yeah, and actually, uh, the gaming side of it's cool. All the screenshots and all that sort of side of it's really cool. Everyone yeah. getting really involved in Discord. Yes. Yeah, so our Discord has picked up a bit. We've done two new, uh, two new, well, not two new things, or just one new thing, with the screenshot of the week, screenshot and U- clip of the week, screenshot and clip of the week, streaming to YouTube now. I mean, it's been a year of change. Mm. Mm. Talking to Gary about football. Yeah, I have that channel permanently muted. <laughs> it's a really interesting channel. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I, I look in there just to clear the messages. <laughs> Go to <laughs> just the to get rid of the sh- stupid. Yeah. Scroll to the bottom and basically watch. Ga- and Gary says the last thing he said to you was, "I've never heard you so positively." Yeah, that's right. Like that. That's very true. <laughs> um, um, so what's interesting? We've had a lot of guests this year. A lot of random guests. Yeah, lots of people have just popped up and given us their three cents. Yeah, uh, like Garrett was a really good start. He kind of kicked us off this year, I think, for a yeah. crazy year. For a crazy year, we yeah. had DJ Hero on. DJ Hero in yeah. June, really. Yeah. In June, yeah. And look at us it was now. Deep, darkest uh, lockdown, wasn't it? That's one. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, it's still deep, darkest lockdown, isn't it? <laughs> oh, you've got all to come again now. Uh, the, the deep, darkest lockdown of the soul. <sighs> yep. <laughs> uh, so moving on, that was our year in review. So I'm sure you're not here to listen to that. I'm sure you're here to listen to the patrons, actually. Yes. Who, who are the our patrons? People. And Who are our patrons? We have quite a few. Suddenly people remembered we existed and have started giving us a dollar. That's excellent. I do like dollars. Dollary dues. <laughs> Dollary dues. So, Simone, do you want to kick off the patrons? patrons? Sure. Are we going from the top or from the bottom? From the bottom. Okay. From the bottom of the pile, we have some bananas. We have Banana Charlotte, also known as Charmander. And we have Banana Rebecca, also known as Spirited Sojourn. Is that how you say it? 
Yeah, I Rebecca. think so. <laughs> yeah, that's how you say Re- Rebecca. Rebecca, Rebecca. spelled wrong. Though. No, yeah. it's spelled wrong. Rebecca. 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 Right. So thank you, Bananas. You guys bananas, are awesome. Bananas. Yes. Mr. Lee. Uh, so Banana Squires are DJ Hero and Kingsman and Matty. Sailor Matty are all Banana Squires. Well done, Banana Squires. Excellent. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Our Banana Nuts, we have Russell, Scarred for Life, Jeremy, who's also a Pythagian, and Gary, who's formerly known as G-Spaced. He's like symbol now. He's like Prince. Yeah, he yeah. is. He has weird symbols in his name now. So the, the person formerly known as G-Spaced. Yeah, I always, I always attempt to say it in that format. And it makes me think of Prince, which cracks me up because Gary looks nothing like Prince. If Gary was bold <laughs> and wore glasses. Sorry, if Prince was bold and wore glasses and was white. And was, yeah, and was white. And tall. <laughs> exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't tell the difference. Gary's no, just exactly. the anti-prince, isn't he? He is the complete opposite to prince. Yeah. yeah. We must ask if he can sing. <laughs> yes. But in his Irish accent, it'll be great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would start doing kind of pub songs and stuff like that, wouldn't he? What is a pub song? Well, they sit in Ireland. They sit there. There's someone playing the violin. There's someone playing, I don't know, their head. I don't know what they do. There's always a violinist person. And then lots of singing and slapping of knees. <laughs> Are yeah, you not getting okay. confused with dwarves? What? I can visualise it. Yeah, can Irish pub it. music. Irish pub Irish, music. Irish pirate song. Ooh. Mm. They it. slap their knees as part of the percussion. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And then when the do Rome they... Jacks, an Irish pub song, official music vehicle. Vehicle? Video. And when, when do they do the thing with their feet? Like that Lord of the Dance dude. No, this is all sat down. This is guys that are... Um, Civilised. Oh, sober. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Big difference. There you go. That's... <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, yeah. That's very cool. I could get behind some Irish pub music. Yeah. Yeah. So, something's really broken on my um, buttons from last week. Oh, I've noticed. No. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Let's do, make sure that the viewers are awake. Yeah, that's right, yeah. How bizarre. Okay, cool. Continue on, yes. Yes. So, Banana Queen. Simone. Ah, sorry, I couldn't remember who was next. Um, okay, so our Banana Queen is uh, Randy. Also known as Diabologista. Fantastic. And Mr. Lee, the final one. Uh, sorry, I was just checking my buttons. Uh, the Banana King is, of course, no. Darkest Shadow, NZ. Woohoo! Round of applause. So, thank you to our patrons. Thanks, you guys, for supporting us. Thank you for supporting us for the whole year. You guys have been awesome, been fantastic to hang out in the Discord with. And yeah, thanks for helping. Keep the lights on. I mean, they help buy our awesome mics. They help sponsor the webcam I'm looking at. They help sponsor some of Lee's stream stuff. So the the money that they do give to us does go back into the podcast. We aren't using it to go to the Bahamas just yet. Or the pub to sing Irish songs. Well, 
We're not allowed to go to the pub, Lee. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> we have to wear a mask when we go to the pub, so we can't even sing. Like, it's real sad. Oh, yes. How do you drink through a mask? Or do you have one of those special masks that have, like, it's a hole for the hole. mouth? It's got a hole. It's got a straw built into the mask. <laughs> ah, yeah. It's really handy. I, People walk around looking like flies. <laughs> I kid you not, uh, a couple of months ago, as the restrictions were starting to... Um, tighten up because we were in really strict lockdown but the cases were still going up they added a rule where you weren't allowed to remove your mask to drink alcohol oh that's i'm legit that is exactly one of the laws was you were not allowed to remove your mask to drink alcohol <laughs> you just had to absorb it <laughs> just, <laughs> just, yeah, pour, just it your head. pour it on your eyes yeah in, in just, your ears. just find an orifice to pour it into it'd be fine exactly mm. That's some very strange imagery you have there. <laughs> You're welcome. You just snort it. Oh, ah, uh, snorting. Mm. Oh. You'd have to do vodka, wouldn't you? You can do a beer. Like, you maybe do a no. shot of vodka and snort it. A beer would like, be a long time. Yeah. Ah, ah. No, that hurts. It hurts me on the inside. Oh, it sounds like Carl's done it, Lee. So, mm. okay. it's, let, let's not. Could um, you get induce... a funnel? Could you get a funnel up your nose and just kind of <laughs> down that way? Would that work? You would have to swallow still, right? Because otherwise it would go straight yeah. to your lungs. Oh, yeah. And it might die. Yep. Shots yep. of vodka through the nose. That's where to go. You'd go into the hospital and they say, hmm, looks like you've got vodka-induced pneumonia. <laughs> That's very strange. <laughs> That's really good. Why are you wearing your mask in the pub? <laughs> You're we've the been second one we've seen rise. today. We've been That's seeing right. a rise in alcohol-induced pneumonia lately. Just in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's really surprising. Oh. Okay, enough with that nonsense, and enough with the pre-show. So that was just recapping, really, what we've been doing this year and everything for us this year. Now we're on to the meat of this meat and potatoes episode, which is the Xbox Cast Game Awards for 2021. As per normal, these are the games we have played this year, not the games that have come out this year, because as you know, we do have lives. We don't spend our lives playing all new games. We like to go out and see people when we're allowed. And we also like to go to the beach. And you can't play Xbox at the beach. We've had this discussion before. There was an I Xbox at the beach, though, wasn't there, at that time? It was. It didn't like, look very actually. healthy. No, not very playable. Not, not very playable. A very good art sculpture, though. I mean, take it home. Poseidon's <laughs> Xbox. I actually have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, we did a new news oh, story. If you'd read the, watched the news, I thought you watched the news, Simone. I'm I so do. I news. was also cleaning the dishes at the same time. Oh, yeah. I was being a good wife. I was being actually no. Listen, I was being a double good wife. I was listening to what? the podcast and I was cleaning dishes at the same time. But don't you listen to podcasts as a pleasure rather than a chore? This sounds like it's a chore now. Now you've hurt my feelings. Next topic. Move <laughs> <laughs> on quick. Let's uh, not be sad for Lee. <laughs> so, yeah, should we tell everyone what the categories are, or should we just go through it from the top? No, let's just do it. Let's yep. just do it. Just get into it. All right. Let us begin. Drum roll, please. Someone. There we go. Kicking us off, we have the biggest surprise of 2021. So what game came out or got cancelled or announced or anything that popped up and made you go, wait, what? Simone. Man uh, one second. I have a question. Okay. This is off. a quick meeting. Just do we run. do listeners first, then us? No, we'll do us, then listeners. Okay, cool. Because the listeners couldn't agree, so... We can uh, agree on what we think. <laughs> the listeners didn't agree. Hopefully. 
You just ruined Simone's amazing review. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just wanted to ask first in case it was a good idea. That's okay. I'll just say it quick now because um, anyway, man eater ray tracing. Thank you. <laughs> uh, a game about putting lasers on a shark's head, getting ray tracing. Yep. No, that's a good surprise. Yeah, I mean, but to be fair, I haven't played it yet. So um, my my backup answer, my actual answer, was probably Airy. I was not I was not prepared for how bad the game was. Um, I was disappointed. I thought it was going to be so much better. A bad surprise. It was a bad surprise. It's a disappointing surprise. That's an unusual surprise. Okay. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know me. <laughs> okay. So I go next. Yeah, I'm actually going to put down Mass Effect Legendary Edition. How was that? What, how was that a surprise? Well, I didn't know it was coming out as a like they were going to do all three mo- games again and re-update all the UI and make them cool and fix stuff. That was a real surprise. Did you know anything about them? I thought they kind of just appeared one time. I, I think it was rumored for a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was really surprised. <laughs> do you not listen to new news, Lee? <laughs> no, God no. He's really boring that Lee guy. <laughs> It could just fall asleep listening to his voice. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Gary. Good night, oh. Gary. <laughs> Good night, Gary. But I feel like it wasn't talked about last year. Like, I feel like it's a this year thing. Obviously, we knew about it before it came out, but I don't feel like it was like a... Yeah, no, true. But it wasn't a this year thing. Yeah. Or last year thing. It was a this year thing. Considering how badly Mass Effect, the one that came out and no one liked, Andromeda yeah. was, for them to actually go back and fix Mass Effect 3... Uh, Legendary and make it a really good game as well. Like it's awesome. Mm. All the reviews of it are really good. All the fixes that is one and two to make it like three are really yeah. good. No, it did. That's Graphics a... are really good. I yeah. think that's. I think that's a really good answer. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Cool. <laughs> so yeah. Right, you okay. yeah, For me, okay. for me, um, my biggest surprise of 2021 was Sea of Thieves: A Pirate's Laugh get announced at E3. Yes, because yes, which we haven't finished. We haven't finished, but that that came out of the blue. That was out of left field, suddenly seeing Jack Sparrow in Sea of Thieves. You just go, oh, suddenly I want to play Sea of Thieves. And you did yeah. for like four hours, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Uh, we're about six hours in, I think. Thank you very much. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be only, what, three or four hour DLC, but when you're stopping to take photos the whole time, it does stretch it out a bit. Yeah, yeah. Or you get lost. Oh, yeah, you get lost. You don't know what to do. It's Sea of Thieves. It doesn't really tell you what's going on next. You just kind of have to guess. Just, yeah. But it's good. Um, so, yeah, A Pirate's Laugh was definitely the one that made me go, oh, I never saw this coming in a million years. It's true. For our Listeners' Choice Awards, the biggest surprise, we picked Charlotte's answer. And her answer is the artful escape being as good as it was and not really hearing about it beforehand. The artful yeah. escape did just come out of nowhere, didn't it? That's very true. I mean, everyone was playing it and having rave reviews and I don't even remember it entering Game Pass. All of a sudden it was there and people loved it. Yeah, it just it appeared one day and suddenly Twitter was just playing, everyone on Twitter was playing it for a week. And then that was it. Well, it was only it because it's a short game. Yeah. Not because they lost interest. Have you played it? I have not. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, I was thinking of putting it on my to playlist, but yeah. the list is quite long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> it just keeps getting longer. Yeah. So what, what we should do is just put on the to playlist, but it goes to the top of the list and just pushes everything down because it's a short game. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can you can do whatever you like with your list. <laughs> I think I just hurt Simone physically there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, seriously, just uh, can you just not talk anymore? <laughs> uh not quite, no, but don't don't enforce your rules onto me. <laughs> wow. Rules of lists. Rules of I'm lists. I'm the list queen, Kyle. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Uh, so our next category is the best story. Which story would you like to turn into a book or movie? Now I'll go first for this because I didn't actually have an answer. This is unusual. Yeah, I was thinking hard. I must have spent a, like a week thinking about this. No game this year has ticked the story like tick box for me because all the games I've sort of been playing have been sandboxes in a way. Hmm. Right. Interesting. So didn't you play through Halo this year? Now that you mention it, I think we did play through Halo 4, didn't we? <laughs> but as much oh, as I, I love, love Halo how... 4... No, actually, this is, this is a moment, Kyle. You need to appreciate this. Lee knows you so well. He just saved you a week's worth of work. I should have just asked Lee. You like, should have enjoyed playing Lee. this year. Well, you just played Halo, didn't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was quite good. <laughs> I mean, Halo 4 was really good, but when I thought about it, it didn't actually pop into my mind at all. Well, it has been a strange year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we are kind of, between lockdowns and all the rest, I think we're still mentally in 2019. So Speak for yourself. Did you go for two, 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 true achievements? It's hard to say. Uh, and check your games you play for the year? Yeah, I pulled out all the games from true achievements. Oh, I suppose it says Halo MCC, doesn't it? It doesn't it, actually say. It yeah. does. It does. So when I saw uh, MCC on my list, I thought, oh, yeah, that's all the achievement hunting I did. So I actually also forgot about Halo 4. Wow. I'm not the only one. It's a good story, but that what does that say about Halo that it's that forgettable? I don't know. Kyle did just sit there in silence looking at the screen when Halo was finished. <laughs> yeah. It was really good. Yeah, but... we we finished it at the height of lockdown. So it's possible that you just your memory just wasn't there. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, so so, yeah. so so for a surprise, my actual is I've got Torn between two, but I went for Halo ODST. Oh yes, because uh, it's a really interesting story. It's a really quite interesting story, and I really love the whole um, the atmosphere of the game. It was really cool. Hmm. Yeah. So you'd you'd like them to sort of explore more in that, maybe more books, comics, or movies. Yes, I guess so. I just like the um, I think the music and everything is very good in it. Hmm. Had you played Malcolm's it before? No, never. I played it this oh, year. Because okay, I okay. wanted to complete all the Halos before I started 5. No, Infinite. infinite. Mm. Okay. I did so, give Hades honorable mention as well, just saying so. Because it was... For a story? Well, yes. Yeah, it's, you, it's fun. But you haven't finished it yet? No, not yet, no. no. <laughs> it's a good story, but I haven't finished it yet. What it I've played of it is fun. It might be like <laughs> Mass Effect 3, you know? Oh, amazing story. It gets to the end and you go, oh... Oh. Wait a minute, I'll just choose, I oh, know, orange or what was it, orange or green or something to finish? Was yeah. that the two choices? Yeah. Orange or green. <laughs> yeah, so it, it is a very good story. Yeah, it's really cool. I like the characters in it as well. It's very well done. And it doesn't try to be like five, which struggles because it tries to be both at the same time. It just goes, we're not doing Mass Chief story, we're doing a Halo ODST nice. story. Okay. Yeah, so they actually know what they're doing. Cool. 
Yeah, I look forward to playing it. Um, you should play it. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to play it before five, but I felt like we have to. We had to play five before we played Infinite. And how's that going? Um, we've been really busy these weekends. So oh, nope. God. nope, nope, so nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. And people keep challenging me to reach certain gamer scores, so oh, Halo just yeah, takes 50K. too long. Mm-hmm. We'll just complete Halo, all the Halo achievements. There's not that many. It's like 700 achievements. Yeah. No, I need quick fixes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Simone, what was your best story? I had the opposite problem that Kyle had. I had to pick between two. Um, and in the end, I'm picking what remains of Edith Finch. Uh Witcher 3 was on the short list, but I haven't finished the story. So, um, yes, what remains of Edith Finch. And um, unfortunately, because I'm in the very tired, sleepy state that I'm in right now, I don't remember the story. But I remember it being incredible, and I wanted to know what happened next. And every little story that Edith Finch went through um, was felt really unique mm. and interesting. And just just a little bit on the uh, morbid curiosity train there, uh, which I love, you know, just a little bit uneasy, a little bit, there's a lot of death, you know, and it's all quite mysterious. So it was addictive, but Mm. I chose to play it slowly because it was so much fun. So that is my winner for best story. Good choice. What remains of Edith Finch is still one of the best games I think I've ever played just in terms of story. Yeah, absolutely. I loved the first person-ness of it. Um, I, I mean, Sea of Thieves doesn't really count, but, um, you know, first person games give you, it's a different perspective completely. I have no idea what I look like. I think mm. you don't get to see. So you're experiencing everything really close mm. and you can only concentrate on the world around you. Um, whereas all the other games, you know, I spend a lot of time looking at myself and feeling cool. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, looking over your yeah, shoulder. Edith Finch was nothing about me essentially at all. It was about all these other characters. Mm. And just how you're tied to them. Type yeah. Thing. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, man, what a good game. Yeah. And it's short for any, anyone that's thinking, hesitating about playing it. Definitely. My favorite part of Edith Finch was in the cannery. When you're playing as the one guy who's chopping the heads off fish. Oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's slightly starts, underground, right? Yeah, and he starts imagining the world, how he's going to go save the princess or whatever. Man, oh, yeah, I don't remember that part of it. But I know that he lived underground for many, many years. Something traumatic oh, happened. No, that's a different guy that lived underground. The guy oh, okay. that works in the cannery, he chops the heads off the fishes and he gets sucked into his imagination. Oh, yes. That's um wow. Yeah, that, that story you've was played... incredible. You've played this game, Haley? No, not at all. I don't think I've played it. Seriously? Oh my hmm. word. What are you doing with your time? I'm completing Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, oh. what remains of Edith Finch? You can finish it in a in a night if you wanted to. It's yeah, I'm thinking of playing it. I think oh, I've got it. Definitely got it from Games yeah. of Gold or something, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Oh, how exciting. That means I can talk about it all over again after you've played it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah, cool. Brilliant. What remains of you to finish? I'm pretty sure I've not played it. No, not played it at all. Cool. 
two to three hours. Nice. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Look, it's going to be yeah. good. That's on Game Pass, actually. So. Yeah, it is. So definitely yes. jump into Edith Finch. It's such a good game. I and will. So for the listener's choice, Lee, do you want to do the listener's choice for oh, best story? For sure. Give me a second. Um, so... Emily says The Witcher 3, a uh, very immersive experience. I like that choices and even inaction actually changes the outcome of the story. I do agree with that as well. Yeah. Oh, Witcher 3 absolutely. just felt like a massive story, though, like way too big for a to, to count, in my opinion. That doesn't make any sense, Kyle, but I think I understand what you're saying. <laughs> well, so he's saying, no, Emily's, no, this is invalid. Nope. Disregard. No, no, I, I can I can understand Emily's point of view, but for me, it's very much like it's got the same issue that Fallout Four has. Someone's kidnapped your baby. Oh no! Please go rescue your baby. Hold on while you build up your fort. Hold on while you go look over that hill and you get this armor and that gun and you go trade with that person over there. You know, it, Butcher Three so, has the same thing. You're trying to track Siri down, um, and it constantly feels like you're trying to be on the move, but yet. Here's a side quest and go look at this wizard and go pet this person on the head and touch this dwarf. I don't know, Kyle. It just sounds like you're not a fan of RPGs. You don't understand how they work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired. Funny. Funny. Well, it's like saying, oh, yes, I played um, Hades, this roguelite, and I just kept dying. So it doesn't really count for good story because you can't keep dying. That doesn't make sense. I'm sure someone out there understands what I'm trying to say. I understand what you're saying. It, the game doesn't feel real because you would, if you were chasing after Siri, you'd be chasing after Siri, not going and saving Bob from falling down the well. Well, yeah. you're not. Yeah, I yeah, hear what you're, you're saying. You're like you're chasing Siri. You're not helping Lassie. Yes, I don't. I don't agree with you to some respect because I think I didn't put Witcher Three down because I felt like it was. I knew the story almost. Like I knew it was going to happen. Obviously, you're okay. chasing her down, um, and I felt like ODST was a different story kind of um, unexpected, unexpectedly good. Whereas everyone knows Witcher 3 is good. <laughs> yeah, true. So, yeah, that's why I didn't pick it. So this is us basically telling Emily that she's wrong, except Simone is on Emily's side. Oh, no, I agree side. completely. No, I completely agree with her. The story's <laughs> awesome, but I couldn't put it down because I felt like ODST was a better story in, in like, story-wise. Yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. There are no wrong opinions here. <clears throat> um, and one of the incredible things about The Witcher is that every time you do come across a quest, there are massive con consequences depending on mm. what way you go. Whether you attack the or not. Yeah, and, um, you know, most games, most games will um, give you an idea of what the right choice is, like Bioshock, you know. Mm -hmm. You could save the little sisters. Um, you get less Adam for it, but at the same time, you kind of know what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can choose not to do it. Um, the Witcher, you know, sometimes you think you're doing the right thing and then you realize you didn't have all the information. Oh, yeah. Um, and often. those stories are, you know, some of them are incredible. I, I can't wait to go back. So I'm looking forward to it when it comes updated. I'm like, right, I'm going to go back in, do the DLC. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I do plan to go back relatively soon. It's cool. I'm glad I finished the whole game and decided yes. to go through the main story. It was good to get that done and... I'm impressed, to be honest, that you did. Yeah, yeah same. Um, when Lee, I mean, when you, when you, Lee, finish a game like that, then it must be good. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome, yeah. yeah. 
But Hades is interesting. You pick up Hades. Hades is interesting because when you die, you get more story. Yes. So every time, it actually encourages you to die because then you get a bit more story about what's happening. That's very true. This- but take take how about Dead Cells then? Hades was a bad example. Take Dead Cells, where the story doesn't really matter. Yeah, I've never played Dead Cells. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. So yeah. any any rogue light where the where the story doesn't matter. You just die. You're just dying and resetting and then yes. dying and resetting. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine Kyle saying, nope, it doesn't count because you just die all the time. So you never finish the game. Well, what is I found out about goal? God mode. I'm so gutted I didn't know about God mode, though. Yeah, I think <laughs> I've got to put that on when I play. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's a fun game. Okay, should we continue? Yeah, so moving on to the best time sync. The, the game that pulls you in every time, all the time. What game is I that? I think Kyle and I have the same answer for this. Oh, okay, Simone. Is it No Man's Sky? No, actually. Really? Yes. Okay. To be fair, I had a few. There were a few contenders. So mine was No Man's Sky, and that's because um, you know when you are playing a game, you get highs and lows um, of I don't know attention attention span. So yep. you enjoy what's going on. You don't actually notice that time is flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, most games have an up and down where you can say this is a good time to stop mm-hmm. and no man's sky doesn't have that it's it's in some ways it's a high all the time mm-hmm. and i only click out the game when i when i'm tired so when i crash and i'm like far out i've been playing for three hours no wonder mm-hmm. i'm tired and my attention span has been on all the time no wonder i'm tired yeah no fair enough no Man's Sky made my short list for it. <laughs> um, but the one that I ended up putting down is the Halo Infinite multiplayer. Because oh. I found myself, even today at lunch while I was eating, I was just thinking about finishing eating lunch so I could jump into Halo and just have a few games of Halo. And it's just been on my mind this, since it came out, really. So here's the thing, Lee. Kyle's pretty good at Halo. And yep. so I think the reason he keeps daydreaming about it is because he gets a massive high when he plays Halo because he doesn't die as much. Do you and... feel like it's Destiny? Do you remember Destiny when we first like, when we played Destiny a lot? Yeah, in a way it is. Like I definitely see the, the comparison and the whole fact that Destiny's PvP was really good. But Halo feels different. Halo feels more. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's just Halo's always on. Whereas Destiny, you'd get those PvP matches where it would just be a flop. Every single Halo game I've played, whether I've lost horribly, won amazingly, or just tired, has always been really but you fun. You remember when we played Destiny a lot, way back, and we were actually quite good, all the games were fun. Every single game was fun. Even when we were really bad, it was fun because it was just we were quite good and we had the right guns. We knew what we were doing. We understood the maps and... Yeah, yeah, but then we got to that, like, remember, we would normally end the night on a losing streak in PvP and just going, <laughs> oh, just give up. Yep. So <laughs> I want you to play, so I don't want to say too much, actually. Now I'm going to show up. It's fine. I'm going to say, I'm going to talk, I will talk later on about this okay. game. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's, that's <laughs> mine. Is, um, I understand. I understand completely what you're saying. I played with Kinsman. It was real fun. I really enjoyed playing with Kinsman. Yeah, and, and it's just it's sucked me in just in a way that it's the only game I want to try to work on the battle pass. Normal, the, normally the battle pass is just like, whatever, I don't care. I'll get new hats whenever it pops. 
Whereas yeah. Halo, I go in and I, I've actually started looking at the challenges and going, right, I want to level my battle pass. I want to get a new shiny hat and a new shiny shoulder pad and maybe a little thing hanging from my gun that can wave around when I shoot. I have something controversial to say about that. Oh, yes. <sighs> Those tags are so distracting. I don't have them. That's so Taking fun, though. Uh, no, because I am already bad at the game. And if I put them on, I'm going to spend so much time looking at the tag and marveling at its physics that I'll just die even more. So, yeah, oh. sorry. Oh, I found, so playing with Kinsman, I played like maybe two games before I started with Kinsman. And after like three or four games playing with him, I was kind of getting up the leaderboard. I was getting kills. I wasn't dying as much. I was oh, just nice. getting to the... Yeah, so I was like, okay, I can play this game. It's not as, not as bad as I expected. So What changed? I think you just concentrate after a while. <laughs> concentration. It is just concentration. You just kind of get into a... Like get into like a... I don't know. You get into a rhythm almost when you're playing mm. after a while. Yes. But these games also, because you're concentrating so much, they do have a time limit. Because I can find... I can play like Halo and Destiny PvP multiplayer like that. I can play it for a certain point and I'll be doing really well. And then my next game, I'm just shocking. Just I'm, out. Uh, yep. Yeah, just I'm done. And when I put the game down, I go, oh, I was actually thinking really hard for a change. Hmm. <laughs> and it's just my brain was like, right, we've burnt all 600 of your calories and now we're done. Time to go to sleep. I like that all your calories live in your brain. Well, I mean, <laughs> they got to live somewhere. <laughs> Mr. Lee, so what my, was your... My game is Ascent, actually. So ah. when this game came out, I played this game, and it was good because I didn't have any of the issues everyone else had, so it was quite nice. I could literally just go instant re replay, or what do you call it, instant resume? Mm. Yep. Jump in, play it, and I was going home for lunch and playing it for like an hour and doing a bit more. And I could complete the game. All I've got to do is die 100 times to complete the whole game. Um, it was also, I played it through twice in the end. And then played it through a game of Ruby. It was great. Oh, like 40-odd awesome. hours in this game in the end, in like a month. Man. That's impressive. Incredible. This might actually end up being the legitimately the most impressive completion you've ever done. When, when not, you get there. Yeah, not many people completed it still, so yeah. Yeah, that's really, really exciting, to be honest. I'm stoked, actually, for you. It was cool. I was unexpected as well, because I kind of looked at it. I was like, we love the video. Remember watching the videos before mm -hmm. it came out? We're going, this looks amazing. It looks incredible. And then playing it, I was like, this just feels so good. Once I worked out twin stick shooting, it felt really good. It felt right. Yeah, it was awesome. That's awesome. Such a cool game. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. Simone, are you able to put the, the best time sync there for the listeners? Yes, I am. Let me just change tabs here. Um, okay, best time sync. Our, we have a joint answer here. So um, more than... More than one of our listeners um, mentioned the same game. So both Neomaster and Charmander both mentioned Hades as the best time sync. Um, would you agree with that, Lee? I've just listened to the podcast where um, uh, Matt was based on Neomaster, was stayed up till midnight till it came out, played it, and then just didn't stop playing it. And he kind of just played it for a whole week, that game. So yes. And Charlotte yeah. played on the Switch and then played on, on the Xbox when she got the Xbox. Yes, well, she talked about right. it last week, didn't she? So, yeah. She did. Yeah, she yeah. did. We had, I felt like we dedicated 10 minutes just to Hades last Hades, week. Hades, yeah. They love that game, yeah. It's awesome. It's fun. And listening to Matt talk about it, like he's like, it was so good. It made me look into kind of Greek mythology, mythology and stuff like that as well. Oh, And then cool. Karen was getting on board with it as well, kind of find out, because a lot of it is, is like the stories are really cool. 
And that's why it's a good story game because of that. Like the, when you talk to you die, you talk to different people, talk to Achilles, talk to your dad, talk to your mum, talk to a random person. Like, yeah, it's cool. It is a really cool game. And you just, because you can jump in and just keep playing it. And each time you play, it's different. Mm-hmm. And when you complete it, you get a whole bunch of new, get like uh, different abilities when you complete it to then run for it again. And then when you complete it 10 times, you get more abilities and more stuff. And you just keep getting more stuff when you're doing it. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm looking forward to playing it next year. Yeah, same. Everyone keeps talking acting. about it. it gets They're really about the voice exciting. acting as well. It was like the voice acting, the guy that did Hades also did like three other characters as well. Oh, and wow. the range of the guy was amazing. You couldn't really tell it was just the same person doing all these voices. Oh, wow. Man, yeah. That's fantastic. So good. Oh. So good. Man, the more people talk about Hades, the more I want to dive in. <laughs> it's, it's so small. You can just jump into it and play. I've got no achievements in it yet, so it wouldn't even hurt your achievement list, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just jump in, play it for like 10 minutes and go, oh, yeah, I get this. Because yeah, it gives you no right. clues as well when you first start it up. You literally right. just jump in and it stands you in a room and you're like, okay. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> okay. What do I do now? What do I do there's, now? Yeah, there's no there's clues at all. Just put you in a room and then you're like, right, you've got to escape. You're like, oh, okay. No clues to what buttons do or anything like that. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. Oh. Just kind of learn as you're going. Sounds fantastic. So, Mr. Lee, kick us off with the best looking. Your best looking game. I, I actually went for a scent as well on this one. Oh, uh, yep. I really no, like I... the art style of this. Yep, yep, I completely agree. Fair enough. Yeah. The ascent looks really good. Uh, and then they brought out the photo mode. And you can actually zoom in to your character and the rain and everything's falling. Because at the time you're playing it, it's quite far away. Oh, but yes. it's really clever the way the camera moves around all the time. So if it's raining, you notice you know, actually there's rain hitting this object and it's hitting the puddles and it's kind of the guns and everything's very good the way it does all the graphics hmm. yeah it's very cool it's a really good game oh that's awesome um, it's very good but the photo modes are amazing I think the photo modes are amazing oh, man yeah Cause someone, did you see there was a hack on, um, on PC mm, you can actually play in first person yeah I saw that and it just the, the amount of detail they've put into this game is insane incredible yeah. for an isometric shooter it's insane the amount of detail oh, it was 11 there. people or something in this team that's ridiculous so I mean yeah. The Ascent is definitely on my list to play for sure. And if it goes off Game Pass, it's one of those games that I'll buy anyway. Hmm. I'm waiting for DLC. You finish the game and it's opened up for DLC. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's DLC. Yeah, yeah. You know, you kill the baddie and then there's a meeting at the end. It's like a bit like a Marvel meeting at the end after the, after the game finishes the credits. It's a bit like that. <laughs> a Marvel meeting. <laughs> oh, like, oh, there's more stuff going on. Oh, interesting. Oh, I like that. Yes. It's a cool game. I've left it installed because I really want to jump in with somebody else and help them go through the game because it's just fun to shoot stuff in the face. When is it not fun to shoot things in the face? <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> Simone, you're best looking. Okay, so there was no contest for this and I don't think... I think you'll be surprised when I tell you. Um, Gears 5 Hive Busters. Ah. Yes. I so forgot about that game. In the middle of the story, you come across this the whole thing's kind of based on based on an island. Um and it has islander type themes, um, like islander like Samoan type stuff. Mm-hmm. And um and there's this incredibly lush area that you enter and the buildings are built around the trees and around the swamps. And everything is green, and the flowers are purple, and it looks like the kind of world that Peter Pan would live in. 
uh, mixed with the fact that Gears Five itself looks amazing, especially on the sec- on the um, Series X. Um, so I don't, I don't know what else to say. It's the best looking it's world I've ever seen, and maybe my favorite looking world in the world, in the real life world. <laughs> in the world, world, right? Yeah, there's yeah, lots of worlds I, in that sentence. <laughs> I I don't have any more anything more to say than it's absolutely magical. Mm. Everything you could ask for in in like a magical looking world, which is bizarre because it's Gears Five. Gears Five, I know. They went really hard on Harvestbusters, didn't they? Yeah, they they did, and it's so worth it. It's it's as Kyle said, it feels a bit cliched now, but it's like what Gears Five should have been. I'd forgotten about this. See, I was going to play this through as well. Oh yes, you should. Well, yeah. um, when you do, I'd be happy to play a game with you. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Jump I don't want so to no stupid boy, stupid computer boy helping me. So yes. <laughs> No, that's all right. I'll be I'll be smart computer girl. Oh, <laughs> That'll be helpful. I, I can be I can be a dumb computer boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just go and die in really opportune places. That's all you need to do, Kyle. Oh, or just wait until you go down and then just run next to you and just stand and watch you as you crawl forward. <laughs> you bleed out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, that's what the AI does. Help. <laughs> I'm down. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah, you look like you're hurt. Die quietly. Uh, that shotgun to the face wasn't very good for you, was it? Ow. You should be more careful next time. Uh, yeah, it's totally your fault. Duck. Yeah. Uh, so, Kyle. For me, this one was a really hard one. I narrowed it down to two games, and at the end, one game had to win out. The, um, the one that didn't make my best looking game is No Man's Scar. This game, the, the next-gen patch, the 60 FPS and 4K in a game that's already looks really good with the procedural generated stuff, just blew my mind with how good everything looked, how the grass looked real, just really good looking. But the game that beat it and the game that actually made me want to have more eyeballs in my head so I could look at it even more <laughs> is... A Pirate's Life in Sea of Thieves. Oh, again. Okay. That Interesting. That game was so... I mean, Sea of Thieves already is very cartoony, very colorful, very bright. And A Pirate's Life just turned up the colorfulness to 11. Oh, yes, it did. It was absolutely stunning. The underwater environments, the, the things you're going through, the new enemies, everything about it is just so meticulously crafted that you can just feel how much love the guys have poured into this game. And with the graphics, just looking at it, I mean, the reason it's taking us so long to get through it is because between Simone and I, we keep stopping for screenshots. Yes. We're just constantly different screenshots here. I am shocked by that (laughs) statement. I've taken so many screenshots. My Xbox Live storage is 105% full. Oh, can you go and delete stuff? I've reached Microsoft's limit. Can you go in there and delete things in your storage? I need to. I need to go back. But A Pirate's Life, it came out of nowhere. It looks absolutely amazing, and it plays really well. And just all those three things together makes you feel like a kid. And it wouldn't be possible if it wasn't so bright and colorful. You know, what's incredible is some of those, um, some of the puzzles are quite difficult, but you're in such a beautiful environment. It's kind of, it softens the blow when you're a bit frustrated. 
you're like, oh, how can I be grumpy in this setting? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, another game I haven't played. This is quite interesting. Oh man, you have to jump in. The a parts laugh is so good. Um, really good and really good looking. For yeah. our listeners, yeah, I like this. This is quite cool. This is great. Chuckle. We chose Emily's answers for this because her answer was honestly the best. <laughs> <laughs> so the best looking listeners' choice award goes to Forza Horizon Five, and Emily says, "I never thought I would get excited over a car made out of pixels." <laughs> Thanks, Lee, for making this game live rent-free in my head until I finally played it. Oh, my word. That's so sweet. That's so cool. Good marketing, Lee. <laughs> That's right. I should get some money, Microsoft. Come on. You should get paid for that. That's incredible. <laughs> that was... That's fantastic. And the fact that Emily enjoyed it as well means that Lee wasn't lying. Yes. Hmm. So, yeah, it's twofold. One, it was that good. Um, and two, it's incredible that you, you sold it to her so well because I... I'm probably mistaken, but I didn't really take Emily to be much of a car fan. No, she's not at all. So the the fact that she even gave it a shot in the first place is, I mean, it kind of blows my mind. So I'm also, really I wonder if she played any other ones. That's very cool. I wonder I if this is believe, the first one she's played. I believe it's the first one she's played, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's very good. It's very polished. It's a very polished Forza Horizon 4, isn't it? That's what it is. Mm. Looks, it looks absolutely stunning. So mm. definitely worth the award for our listeners' choice. Now, moving on to best multiplayer game, which can also include couch co-op. So the game that basically you found your bestie and you played through it together and the hours just melted away, you had fun, you felt like a kid. Anything that really ticks best multiplayer game for you. Kicking off with Mr. Lee. So I had a quiet year multiplayer this year for some reason. Um... And mainly, I remember playing Borderlands 2 at Kingsman a lot. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> that was my complete Borderlands 2 this month mission. Yeah. And he hit jumping in and helping me and going, right, okay, you need to go here and kill this guy here, and then this is the baddie, and go here and pick up this and shoot things. Here's a good gun. He's amazing. Oh, this is really fun. <laughs> Takes all the pressure off if you need someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, and you enjoyed it so much that a couple of podcasts, you just had it running in the background. <laughs> That's right, yes. You're just it's like, sound. right, it's podcast time. Put on Borderlands 2, just let it run in the background. I'll wait until I get... So I've got a new screen ordered. So I'm going to put this screen I'm using here behind me and have random stuff running in the background. That's oh, my that'll plan. That would be great. So, yeah, yeah. It, oh, it sounds so like you're starting to become a bit of an achievement hunter, Lee. I had a, a few months where I completed games. Yeah. Like stories, not necessarily achievement games, but like I just go through the story. Man. Yes. This reminds me. Um, in regards to finishing games, isn't it interesting how so far, I know we're only halfway through, none of you have mentioned a game that you played for April Achievement Challenge. Oh, I did check my <laughs> list. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, it's almost like those games aren't really great. Well, no one says that quick games are good. Hey, well, I played uh, Edith Finch and that was pretty good. Yeah, that's good. But um, spoiler alert, the next game in the next category for me might be an April Achievement Challenge game. Oh, for best score. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to try guess it when we get to it. Okay. Because, yes, there was a, an April game that came to mind in regards to best score. Was it hot? No. No. So Lee got Borderlands 2 for best Borderlands multiplayer. 2. Awesome yep. fun. Great fun as a multiplayer game. 
and it didn't wear the comedy didn't wear thin. No, it's fine. Like it's it's funny. It's not ha 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 funny, but it's funny in like a smirk to you, especially with the different the stupid missions that you get out of it. Actually, Lee, that's fantastic. Smirk is exactly the word you'd use. <laughs> it's like a smirk simulator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's like a guy, and he's like, "Shoot me in the head!" Like what? Shoot me! In, I want you to shoot me in the head and kill me. That was one of the kind of guys that run around, kind of. What do they do? There's certain ones that run at you, kind of shouting they or something. Psychos or something. Psychos, they're psychos. Yeah, he's he's like, "Shoot me in the head!" So I shot him. I didn't shoot me in the head accidentally. He's like, "No, no, shoot me in the head!" So I shot him in the head, and he died. I was like, and I won the achievement. That was the achievement completed. <laughs> oh, oh, how did you feel afterwards? Did you feel bad? I got achievement, so I got XP. I was fine. It was all good. I just moved on. <laughs> just uh, moved on. You're like, he did ask for it. He did ask for it, yeah. Then I had everyone chasing me. It's just lots of stupid achievements. Yeah. Yeah, lots of daftness. It's fun. Uh, incredible. Again, I'm going to go back and do the DLC at some point as well. Uh, all, yeah. I'm up enough, high enough level to get the DLC done. So. Oh, brilliant. Cool. Nice. <clears throat> Simone, your best multiplayer game. Okay, I actually had a runner-up game for this, and that was Sunset Overdrive. Oh, and yes. that's because we achievement hunted this year with Chaos Sorry. Squad. And um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I think that's the most, it's the most amount of Xbox cast community people we've had in the chat at one time. Mm. And so it was a bit crazy, but yep. a bit of mayhem. And that was... And it's Chaos Squad, so what could be better? And so, I got clothes. I actually got clothes in the end of zone. Okay. Yeah, you did. Oh, Lee put on some pants. Yeah. Which is fantastic. So anyway, that was the runner-up. But the actual winner is Sea of Thieves. And, you know, we lived through the longest lockdowns, plural, uh, we've ever experienced this year. And Sea of Thieves was a great way to hear our friends' voices again. And um, it's different to if you were to just zoom them because then you go with all that small talk about how's the weather and what you've been up to and everyone goes, not much. Um, <laughs> fucking lockdown, not much. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the, thing you, the things you miss about your friends are when you're just uh, mucking around. Yeah, hanging out. Yeah. And so Sea of Thieves is great for that. So um, special shout out to Perky Turkey for that one. Cause, uh, the Fisher, Perky, the Fisher Turkey. Exactly. <laughs> Lee is, this is Perky Turkey Lee. We have two Lees. Um, just a chill, well, I mean, he's, he's, he's a very mischievous pirate, but um, he's great to play Sea of Thieves with just because he's a He's a mischievous player, though, like generally, because I've played some Rocket League with him this year as well. Yeah, he's just mucking around. Exactly. Yeah. And I think we just missed some adventure in our lives. And so we're like, yeah, well, we're going to hit up Turkey Turkey. The conversation always ended up on Tinder whenever we talked to him, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it did. Well, always. He, does, he has a, he has a favourite hobby. And he's single, so yeah. Yep. No, that's true. <laughs> uh, so yes, there's, that was a lot of fun. And I had the opportunity to introduce um, one of my super good friends from back in Napier. I got to introduce him to um see if these as well and uh he had an awesome he had awesome fun and we weren't even doing a quest we were just trying to catch pigs and uh, <laughs> blow ourselves out of cannonballs and he was having a whale of a time and and that was just great so yeah mm -hmm. yep helped with the sanity during a time of insanity yeah you forget how important multiplayer games are during lockdowns eh? 
they just yeah. help so much yep so like Simone I also have a, a runner-up um and my runner-up is your number one sea of thieves because it is nice and chaos and whenever we jump and we always end up spending more time than we had planned and <laughs> causing just so much chaos no matter what we do even when we're trying to follow the story we always just get into fights well <laughs> no Carl looks for fights yeah, well you got it look you're apart so no he just made it sound like an accident that's all we see a boat in the distance, and Carl's like, we should go fight it. Fight yep. it, yeah. I mean, that's, that's an accident. Oops, I slipped and I shot this cannon at our friends. Ah, yes. <laughs> Whoops, my bad. But the game that really, for multiplayer game, that I thoroughly enjoyed, Simone alluded to it earlier, was No Man's Sky. The hours just disappear when you're playing this game. There's so much to do, so much to see, and hanging out with Simone in space has always been really fun. So it's very cool to just fly around and just, and especially because Simone is playing this, this little geck character that's this little fat tubby lard person that's running around trying to fix her ship. It's the funniest thing oh, ever. Stout. <laughs> stout. Excellent. Yeah. So Simone being this stout little character is just the funniest thing to me ever. And so hanging out in No Man's Sky was really just really good. It looks good, plays well. They've done a lot of work to it, and it's just—it's also one of those games that, if I didn't have—if I wanted to, I could play this game for probably the rest of my life, type thing. That game scares me though, because when you jump in, you're like, "Oh, I'll just do this," and yeah, then no, you just because you're like, "Oh, but I need to get some of this stuff now." Yeah. Oh, and what's that beacon? Since I started building, I'm also like, "Well, I'm just going to build this." Oh, I've run out of materials. I'm just going to go mine. Hmm. Oh, this is a new place I haven't discovered. Oh, look, there's a house over there that needs me to switch on a couple of lights and, and send off a signal. Oh, but while I'm here, I need to go scan these plants because I haven't seen them before. And there's a cave. And then suddenly Frigates, go... mate. Always the frigates I want to go after because i got all the cool stuff, the frigates. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to explore. In No Man's Sky, all I want to do is just explore, like catalog the entire planet. Yeah. That's, that's me. I just like exploring. Simone, do you want to do our listener's choice for the best multiplayer game? Sure. Um, sorry, I didn't realize it was my turn, so just give me a minute. Uh, best multiplayer. Okay, again, we have uh, a winner. So this game was voted on by both Neomaster and Cameron from Hall of Gamers. Um, sorry, Neomaster and Shadowless Edge. Shadowless Edge, yeah. Um, it Takes Two. Now, Lee, you've played this. You've started it. I have. It. I played it with my kid, with Ruby. Do you think it's a good contender for best multiplayer it's, game? It's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's not a. It's fine. You know, you're just working together doing stuff. I wouldn't say it's the most amazing game ever. Ever like okay. everyone keeps giving game of the year. How far? Maybe. Are you? It, um, who knows? I've been playing for a few hours. I'm playing for a couple hours. Yep. I've done enough. a few sections. I don't know. No idea. Who knows? You know, I'm, no I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't have Gang Beasts as your best multiplayer game. I know, it's surprising, isn't it? Yes, that was number two. Sorry, I forgot to say that. <laughs> runner up. <laughs> Maybe oh, that's you... going to be his anti-game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's fun. It is fun, but I don't know if it's amazing. It's not. The yep. graphics are not amazing. The gra- the sound is not amazing. It's fine. It's just the story is interesting. But again, it's just fun. It's, it's fine. Sorry. You have to get from A to B in interesting ways. That's kind of the mission. There's lots of puzzles. Lots of puzzling going on. 
Um, and there is an opportunity to fight each other as well, which is funny. You remember the game in a in a um, uh, in a fair where you have a bop things on the head that pop up? Ah, uh, yep. Yep. So the the thing is, I was the guy and Ruby was the girl, and I was in the box. Ruby was on top. She had to whack me on the head when I popped my head up, and I had to pop my head up and smack her, and then go down again in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that sounds fantastic! Did you record it, was... it by, by, by chance? Oh no, not at all. No, I didn't record it. No. <laughs> Uh, uh, I did win, though, obviously. So, that's... <laughs> hey, so to Ruby, take that. Take that, Ruby. Good, good <laughs> she was like a stupid game, because I could kind of work out what she was going one way all the time, and I'll go on the other, whack it, and she'll turn around, and then... Yeah. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It's fun. funny. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's cool. The mechanics are fun. Like, there's some fun mechanics and some of the stuff, but, you know. It's fine. It's fun. It's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fun. That's fair. Yeah. So, we're moving on to the best score. The best music. Which music's game? Which game's music brought which tears to your games? eyes? Yeah. You want to kick us off, Mister Lee? So I'm going to go for Halo again. Uh, Halo ODST. Ah, uh, yep. Because I felt like you got the mood perfectly when you were playing it. Like, yeah, it was just spot on the whole way through. It. it was very well done. Um, I would put honorable mention for Hades just because of the voice acting and the kind of general the, the atmosphere in that game as well. Ambiance. Ambiance, yes, but the voice acting in Hades is amazing. Like it's very, very well done. Mm. I do like the sarcastic Hades guy. Um, it's right up your alley. Right up my alley. But yeah, Halo ODST was. I was really surprised with that game. I was not expecting it at all when I played it because I kind of heard it wasn't that great, and I was expecting some sort of weird soldier fighter game. Like I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't what I got at all. Mm. Right. Didn't expect. Yeah, I didn't expect to get this rookie guy stranded on a planet trying to get home mission. It's very interesting. So how they do it is you go, you're in a, you're in, um, you're on a craft going to, uh, going to Earth, and you get dropped out of these pods, and you all land in different places. And you start off as a rookie, and the rookie has got to get, he's going, oh, I've got to find something like, uh, find a radio to turn on. So he's working out, and he gets it, and turns the radio on. Then he hears something, or something happens, and he has to go to a certain point. Hmm. And then you jump to that person, and then you have a little mission to do with that person. Then you jump back to the rookie, who then goes, and he's behind them the whole time. Oh, so yeah. as you're doing stuff, you then jump back to Rookie, who then gets there after you've done whatever you've done, oh, and then yep. it goes to the next person. So you're basically chasing yourself all the way through the game. Hmm. So it's really clever. And you get to be each of the characters. Each of the characters is slightly different. Like there's a sniper and there's like a, a guard machine gun or whatever. They all have different kind of missions. Yeah, so it's quite well done. It's quite interesting because it's not like you're a guy running through shooting stuff. Like it's, it's very much kind of running around, trying to find way around stuff. And Nice. That sounds really yeah. good. Yeah, fun, trying to find things. Oh, that's right, you have to find clues. Hmm. Um, one of them was a sniper rifle and a, an electric wire across the top. And it's like, you have to find, you're sitting in the room, you're like, I kind of find something, couldn't work it out. And then I, and then some reason I looked up and I saw the sniper rifle hanging kind of off its little stand on the electric wire. And as soon as I touched it, that caused the cutscene to work out how, that cut, how the sniper rifle got there. Oh, cool, okay. Yeah. Man. Very right. good, it was really cool. So we have I, to play this at some point. Yeah, I was going to say, I like how that was all about music. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but the music always drags you back to the kid because he's lost. The rookie guy's lost, so the music gets you like it's dramatic as you come back to the kid because he's always lost. Yeah, and he's always kind of a bit sad and a bit kind of hesitant and all that. It's yeah, because he's no idea. It's his first day on the job almost. Mm. Oh, he gets dumped in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the first day on the job. We're going to kick you out of ship. Yeah, the ship gets attacked, so everyone has to get out of the skate pods. And they all get split up, and then have to come and mate up again. That's their uh, job. But oh, yeah. yeah, 
Okay. You know, playing Halo, when you're playing Halo and the music kicks in? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Just it's like that, amazing. but it's just different enough to be kind of sad and a bit melancholy and, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that sounds cool. Hmm. And Simone? Um, uh, well, anybody that has watched our previous Game of the Years knows that I don't pay attention to music. Hmm. Um, so if music ever does catch my attention, it'll go on this list. So um, I'm also going to be very boring, and I've also put down Halo, and I just mean generic Halo because uh, I can't differentiate music-wise which one's which. <laughs> so, it's true. They're all the same except ODST, and that's why it stuck out, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, but th- this, this would be in last year's answer, but I remember uh, Combat Evolved, the first one, has some very tribal-feeling music, which I yeah, quite yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, it, it all kind of blendy. So, sorry to disappoint. Infinite, Infinite sounds the same as Halo C. Yes, great. I got that feeling. Um, mm. But then again, does, I doubted yeah. myself, and I thought, oh, maybe No, no, it does. Like it does very much so. Lots of drums, and lots of kind of... Kind of uh, yes. Nice. Yeah. That makes me excited. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a classic for a reason, right? Yes. It is. Yes, it yeah. is. Oh man. So for me, the best score. So do you, do you want to guess, Simone? Yes, actually. Um, now I don't think this is your winner, winner, but you did really enjoy the music in Bullet Beat. Yeah, that's my winner. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. I remember this. Oh, you know, no, I'll a... tell you. This is really funny because I've I've just played it recently. And um, Kyle was listening to his metal music on the Sonos. And so I very politely turned my game music off um, so that he could carry on listening. And no, he turned the Sonos off and he says, no, it's okay. You can play it with music on. I like the music, he says. And I thought, whoa, how does this trump metal? You know, it's Kyle's genre of only choice. Well, pirate Um, metal or metal. Come on, that's his choice. Uh, it's all the same thing. <laughs> just noise. <laughs> yeah, metal just all sounds the same. Yeah. So yes. Oh my word, Kyle. Really? Oh, is this a uh, wait? Is this an April achievement challenge game? Yeah, it this is. is one of those. You know, I, think I played this game as well. Yeah. Hmm. And the whole screen shakes and flashes, and it feels like you're on an LSD trip. Hmm. But the thing is, the music and the the beat of the game is timed so well together. That it, it feels like you're in some German nightclub <laughs> taking some hallucinogens, even when you're in the middle of the day, sitting in your pants, just playing the game. What's it called? Bulletstorm? Bullet, Bullet beat. 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 That's right. For a game that's got beat in the name, you'd expect that the music could be good. And they've done a really good, a good job with it, because it's all just got like house trance, German heavy. It's very dubstepy. Yeah. Uh, maybe a bit shuffly. You can shuffle to it, I reckon. Ah, yes. But it's very, very but te- good. techno techno-y. Yeah, it's very techno-y, very cool, very just unz, 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 unz. And when you're playing and just exploding blocks for no apparent reason and get this, you know, a thousand high score combo that you got going on, while this music is going unz, 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 you just, you feel alive, man. <laughs> you feel alive. You feel your heart pumping with the beat. That's really good. I got really good at this game in the end. I got some. I just stopped playing. It got some ridiculous score. Yeah, I, amazing. I just eventually died myself. But then you have to get like forty thousand or something like that, and I got to like sixty or eighty, and went. I need to stop now because I'm just kind of sick of it. Because I'm done. Oh, amazing! I think I 
uh, you might be referring to Endless Hell or something. Um, I got to level 25 or something and died. So, but no, I didn't choose to quit. I died like a normal person, <laughs> not some kind of kid genius. <laughs> uh, so yeah. What, what did you think my main one was going to be? Me? Yes. No, I have no idea. I just, I wasn't sure bullet beat was really, really up all the way up there. Yeah, no. So bullet beat number one, the runner up I had was Scarlet Nexus. Oh, okay. Listen to me. He's just going on bullet beat now. I don't know if that's coming through well. Oh, we can just hear the exploding blocks. <laughs> oh, same. Right, yeah. no, I, I can hear it. Yeah, just like, you know, German house trance dubstep music. Sounds great. This guy here, and he's just getting all the achievements. That's all he's doing. You can just see him pinging one by one as he gets 3,000, 5,000. Yep. Oh, that's cool. insane. So for our listeners, the Choice Awards, they chose with almost everyone unanimously agreeing on the artful escape. Oh, wow. For the best music. And I mean, fair enough, this game is about music. You do make music and fight demons with it, I think. So the music has to be pretty good. I need okay, to play this game now. I think, so. I think Kingsman said you should play it with headphones. Hmm. Awesome. Hey, he says it sounds, yeah, Artful is fantastic with headphones, says Kinsman. Definitely. Oh, so, cool. So, yeah, the Artful Escape wins our listener choice for best music. And I think if I had played that this year, it probably would have beat out Bullet Beat. Very, very slim chance. <laughs> but it does look cool. So, from the best music to most anticipated, what are we excited for in 2022? This could be anything, hardware, games, announcements, studio acquisitions, anything that we know that's coming that's getting us really, really hyped. I'm just excited for life, pal. <laughs> Simone, <laughs> life, life, <laughs> wins, life. life wins most I'm anticipated. I'm excited for 2022, not being lockdowns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, well, we'll see how that goes. Don't mm -hmm. jinx it, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, quickly sweep that under the rug. Simone, what are you excited for apart from laugh? Okay, I hope this doesn't sound vain, but to be honest, I'm excited for all the games that I plan to play next year. Oh. So I've made a short list. Kyle, do we accept that? <laughs> Kyle, do we accept that as an answer? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's a fine line, but it's on the right side of the line, so I think it's okay. Yeah, well, it's nothing news-related. <laughs> I mean, next year, if we're not in lockdown, I'm not going to be playing much. So games is going to come second fiddle to everything else. So take take my answer because it's you're not going to get anything better. Um, yes. Yeah, so I have a list of games. I have an I found a new method to record um, the games I want to play mm -hmm. this year. So um, that's quite exciting. Now I have a visual list that I can look at. Does it involve Excel? No. no so tell us about how you've made this list. What where is it and what does it do and all the rest. Sure. Um, I didn't require much brain activity from me or any coding. I'm not that smart, but there is, um, there's a website out there called Backlogged, which is, if you've, if you've used Letterboxd, which is for movies, this is Letterboxd for games. Ah, uh, yep. 
and I've been, it's very manual, so it's not for everybody, but you can record um, stats about the games that you play daily, like minute by minute. Um, and But they have a wish list that you can keep track of. And so I've been using that to track the games that I want to play so that I don't forget about them. <laughs> um, so I wrote down a quick handful of games I hope to jump into next year. And I did this in the hopes that you can be excited on my behalf or well, with me. With yeah, me. I'll be, I think I'm excited anyway. Okay, great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, yes, I do plan on starting Hades, um, A Way Out with Kyle once we've uh, finished playing the campaign for Halo Infinite. Um, I do want to play Guardians of the Galaxy because I've heard it's good. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, if the guy looks like Chris Pratt, who doesn't want to be Chris Pratt? But... I, I, that popped up someone's game of the year. I oh, saw really? it on game of the year. Yeah, I was really surprised. I don't think it was that good, but oh, fantastic! Maybe it is. Um, I would like to start uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. It'll be my first Assassin's Creed game. <gasps> Ooh, that's cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah very cool. I really want to jump into Biomutant as soon as it is um, <clears throat> on sale. I'll snap it up. And then I will want to play Cyberpunk. Oh, yes. The next-gen patch. Yeah. Yes, okay. I'm very excited. Those are all some, are some really big games. Yes, they are. They're, but they're beautiful. And I started a lot of games this year, so I, <clears> I want to continue the role. Nah, yes. I Fair mean, enough. yeah, I started, I started The Witcher this year, Kyle. I know. Yeah, <laughs> probably one of the biggest games out there. I know. Yeah, so no, I'm I'm motivated, and um, if I can start The Witcher, I can start anything. There we go. I'm proud of you. <laughs> thank you. I haven't done anything yet, but thank you. Yeah, I'll be super keen to to watch you play Biomutant. Cool. Okay. Yes. This game looks fantastic. Uh, uh, so, have you heard about the gunk that's come out this week? As well, I was playing that this week. It's real fun. Oh, I yeah. started it. The gunk. Yeah, the yeah. gunk. I'm also playing it at the moment. Are you playing as well? I think it's real fun. It's a real fun little game, isn't it? Ah, oh, I've got my um, my <laughs> qualms with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was watching Ruby play it. It looked like fun. <laughs> so what, is, what are you excited for in 2022, Mr. Lee? I've got a list as well. I have oh, an yeah. ultimate winner, but I have a list of games I'm excited for. Oh, uh, yes? Go for it. Yep. Okay, so Avowed. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That looks really yeah. good. Uh, Gollum. Which is not called Gollum. It's called like Lord of the Rings and Fish Gollum or something. Yeah. But I called it Gollum. Yeah, it's got a long title. I think it's got yeah, like it's got... three subtitles or something. Yeah, no, it's but Gollum. Um, Refall, which looked fun. Was that a vampire game? Vampire Redfall. killer game? Redfall, that's right. Yeah, I thought Redfall. I'd written that wrong. What was <laughs> the D out? There you go, Redfall. Uh, Stalker 2 looks good as well. Now yeah. they're not doing NFTs. <laughs> Uh, Dying Light 2, also. I didn't play the original, but this one looks amazing. Dying yeah, Light 2 does look I incredible. I agree with you there. Uh, Elden Ring I put down as a possible to watch someone else play. <laughs> Get one of the kids to play it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Starfield, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's not out yet, so it might not come out this next year. Oh, I don't know. It's very late in the year. Yeah, I agree. Just saying. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Witcher 3 Update, whatever yeah. it's going to be called. Yep. I put Gotham Knights in there as well, because if there's anything like the original Batman games, it'll be cool. Uh, yep, but it yep. might not be. But, okay. you know, there's not much information. And my winner is actually Cyberpunk 2022. Which is the same as you, yeah. That's what I, thought. I think if they I'm bring out an update nuts. for that and it's finished, it could be a really good game. Yes. My word. When I'm Cyberpunk not. next-gen patch drops, I think we're just going to not podcast for that month. 
I'll just be like, what yes. are you doing, Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk. How was well, work, Cyberpunk? <laughs> what did you I, want I for know, dinner, Cyberpunk? <laughs> I know this will disappoint a few people, but if it were to come out near October, we could do um, Cyberpunk month, just like we did Witcher month. Oh. I have to think of a name. Cyberween or something. <laughs> yeah. Punkaween. Hello, hello, pink, hello, punk. Okay, o- Carl's o- thinking. O- He's o- stopped o- moving. Octopunk. <laughs> Octopunk. Octopunk. It's like Octodad. Yeah. It's like Octodad, but slightly different. And you have mm. to get eight people playing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have that many friends, Carl. Hmm. So this no, okay. is a bit if sad. You, <laughs> if you're keen for Octopunk in October 2022, yell out in our Discord because we can start making the channel and chatting and sharing. Hey, Matty, memes. can you make us a picture, a cyberpunk picture? For October next year. Octopunk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if it becomes before that, then all things, all cards are off the table. Well, does it though? We could just save it. Why mm-hmm. does it matter? I don't know. As soon as it comes out, there's just going to be that itch. There's going to be that I, itch I for you to smack and just you. want to just play. But yeah, what's yours? For me, I've also got a bit of a list. Um, first off, being an absolute nerd, after that <laughs> that Ma- that Matrix demo came out to the oh, Xbox Series X, yes. seeing what the Unreal Engine 5 can do, and they weren't even maxing out the hardware on the Series X. So seeing what Unreal 5 can do when it's coming into more games, from a, a, a nerd point of view, that's going to be amazing. Um, then Hellblade 2 yep. looks absolutely incredible. Starfield, because of course. I know, uh, I know. I, yeah. Starfield is going to be, it's, it's going to be Skyrim in space. It's, at the end of the day, it's going to be the game that everyone just gets absorbed into, and that's it. As like, said by Emily as well. Yeah, I think everyone says it. It's quite funny. But number, number one for me, the one I'm most excited about is Stalker 2. Simply because I spent hours and hours in Stalker 1, Shadow of Chernobyl, the first game. And it was, it blew my mind when I was playing it all the way back in like 2008 or whenever it came out. And it's taken 15 years to make a sequel. So it better be I, good. I cannot wait. Just the whole environment around Chernobyl, just what they did with the first games, if they keep that environment and that feel, oh my word, this game's going to be. One of those games that you want to put down, but you can't. You want to put down because it's creepy, but you can't put down because it's so good. Like in Stalker, there's a mechanic where you have nuts and bolts that you collect, and you have anomalies that if you get sucked into, they're like mini black holes, and they hurt you, but you can't see them. They're just kind of like wavy. So as you're walking in the wilderness, you just have to kind of keep throwing nuts and bolts at things. Oh, oh to find out where stuff is. Yeah, if it hits an anomaly, then you know you need to go around it. And then you oh, can cool. kind of start looking where the, the edges of it are so that you know not to get too close. And then you can use that anomaly for when things attack you. You can stand on the other side and like rabid dogs will jump into the, this mini black hole and like get torn apart in front of your eyes and disappear. Wow. Um, so it's very cool. And these things are just appear randomly like inside or outside. So you're constantly aware that at a moment's notice, you can step into the wrong place and get really hurt. So... Stalker 2, and from their video, I think in their video that they've shown, they've shown someone throwing a nut and bolt or something into one of these anomalies, and I just go, oh, that's what I remember. There we go. I have my game back. My- <laughs> do you just spend the whole game doing that, do you? 
Yeah, my nuts and bolts throwing simulator. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with you know holding a gun on the other hand. So, most anticipated 2022 from the listeners' choice. Who wants to read that out? Oh, so I added a bit to it actually. Okay, Sorry, doing so, a button because so, I just know I'll put there's some good answers in here. Okay, well, you go ahead, Mr. Lee. Tell us what the listeners have said. So you put Stalker 2 for Cameron as most anticipated. That's because you think the same, yeah? Yeah, that's because I agree with them. <laughs> and so I'm like, that's a good... It makes me right. good. Yeah, exactly. I've also a very straight answer. Um, I'm looking forward to all the remasters that are coming, such as Need for Speed Underground 2, says Scott. Wait, what? No, I, I think he was taking the mickey. Yeah, I think he I is know. taking the mickey, because Underground 2 is not being remastered. And no. if it is, then my word. I know. Imagine if it did, though. I did, I did like that. If it did, we'll suddenly become the Need for Speed podcast. <laughs> yes, we would. Screenshots of the week will be, look at my car of the week. Look at my car. I've got purple lights. <laughs> yes, look at my magenta lights. <laughs> magenta, yes, nice. Look Watch at the sound system car. I've put in the boot. <laughs> look, check out my spoiler. Wing. Yes, doesn't do anything. Check out my scoop. My scoop. I've made the doors open like Lamborghini doors, the gull wings, all the ones that just yes. go straight up. My cars are convertible. Why can't we do this, please, game? Please. Imagine, yeah, Need for Speed 2 remastered with like the Forza Horizon 5 engine. Yes. yes. That'd be awesome. Be incredible. Okay, uh, xCloud in New Zealand, says Gary. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's, I understand. And the one actually was, is... Uh, Kingsman, which he said, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which I was going to put on my list because it does look cool. It's Borderlands with Tiny Tina. And Tiny Tina's one of the better characters out there as well. She's a bit mad. She likes blowing things up. And Hogwarts Legacy, which I nearly put down, but I was a bit concerned it'd be rubbish. Yeah. Well, there hasn't been a lot of hype, actually, which is no. interesting. Mm. It did, does pop up on lists, though. You know, I did a bit of a search around and I did see it pop up on the list. But I hadn't heard much about it other than I knew it was coming out. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very silent. You're very yeah. silent. You're shocked by that, are you? But you're not a Harry Potter fan, so that probably wouldn't play that game, would you? Yeah. No. So, like, you've said, you've said Harry Potter, and I'm just like, cool. That's a game. <laughs> wow, such a hater. Not a hater, just a um, realist. <laughs> right okay everyone else is wrong is that what you're saying <laughs> is it me that's out of touch or is it the listeners <laughs> exactly, no it is the yeah. listeners <laughs> all those millions of tens of millions of people are all wrong yep yeah kinsman uh, you're wrong ah <laughs> uh, brilliant so now we're moving on to our honorable mentions so these are the games that were not the best but stood out for some or other reason um Ooh. yep you say not the best i feel more like it's um they just didn't quite win yeah. yeah, so like they, they they would have been the best if it wasn't for something else. Yeah, yes. he doesn't mean the phrase not the best. He means literally not quite the best. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Second, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Is worth a mention. The same sentence can mean two different things. <laughs> that's right. They made the podium. Yes, they did. Well, that's they were at least it. looking at the podium. <laughs> they were Lewis Hamilton to the Red Bull car. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, brilliant. You want to kick us off there, Mr. Lee? Okay, so I'm going to have Witcher 3, because it's Witcher Ooh. 3. Yep, yep. And Hades is actually my two games. Okay, for, for which categories, if any? Sorry? It's for which categories, or just best games? Oh, 
Oh, just generally amazing. Like, uh, Witcher 3 story is awesome. Like, it's an yeah. incredible game. I can yep. see why people keep going back to it, because I want to go back to it, but I'm like, nope, I'm going to wait until it comes back in HD. Um, good, yes, good. good. Yeah. And then Hades is the first time I've played a um, roguelite like this, and it's awesome, it's really fun. And the, the audio's great, and the, you know, the characters are great, and the fighting's great. And the voice acting is great. <laughs> the voice acting <laughs> is amazing. Uh, we need a new... Um, Category next year, please. Voice acting category. Uh, yeah, I always okay. play Hades every year, and it can win each year. <laughs> okay. No, to next year we'll add a voice category. Yeah, voice. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad category. I know that uh, in previous years I would have picked Oxen Free two years ago. Ah, uh, yep. Yep. Oh, the new Cortana's cool. The weapon, she's pretty cool. She does good voice acting. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cool. Isn't it? Also, isn't it still same person? Yeah, yeah. Same yeah, person. Jen okay. Taylor. Jen Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Almost called her Jen Gentleman, and I thought, no, 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 that's Jen different Gentleman. Microsoft. Interesting. Different yeah. Microsoft lady. Different Microsoft person. <laughs> Someone else. Uh, and Simone, your honorable mentions. Okay, so I picked these two games because they didn't actually fit into any of the other categories, but they're still great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did want to make a special mention to Donut County because it's so funny, and it is a lot of fun to play. I'd forgotten about that game. <laughs> um yeah it's um it's one of the first games i played of 2021 because we were we had just arrived in melbourne um we were staying at our host family's house and we could just just reach the wi-fi in the granny flat we were staying at and donut county worked on my surface um so i played that and so that was a lot of fun the second honorable mention is absolutely 100 percent control Oh. It didn't fit into any of the other categories. See, I'm surprised it didn't go for like, because that visually is quite good, isn't it, though? It is. Um, it, it is, but it's, it's not nearly as... I don't think you understand how amazing that Gears 5 world was. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it, it fulfills many 12-year-old Simone fantasies. Um, whereas Control, I mean, yeah, it's very cool. I love the color palette. It's very remedy. Yes. Um, and yeah. it's everything's got a bit of a soft tone to it, so it's beautiful, but it's not magical. Mm. But it had nice. to go on this list. It didn't quite make it for best game. I mean, best story, because I didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> um, it's not a multiplayer game. Um, there, But it is very fun to play. So if we had a category that was like, what game feels great to play? Control would be under that. Would have won that. It's that an interesting game. category, isn't it? What feels right almost, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm, that could be yeah. a category for next year too. Mm. We could call it the Rise Son of Rome Award. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I couldn't, couldn't finish the game of the years without mentioning the Control. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Kyle. So for me, Gears 5 Harvbusters rescued Gears 5 for me. So that game, as Simone says, absolutely stunning. Great, concise story. You actually get a feel for each of the characters. Mm. They're not just shoehorned in to, to make you think that you like them when you don't, actually. Um, each of the characters have their own motivations for doing what they're doing, and it's realistic motivations. 
um, and it looks absolutely stunning. And the action is is pure gears, off the charts, crazy explosions going off, fantastic. Yeah, and it there were some missions that were quite hard, and I like I like missions in gears, especially that are difficult because um, the solution is just to shoot and massacre quicker. Yeah, Don't just die. To shoot more. <laughs> shoot more. Because there's yeah. only a limited number of baddies, isn't there? There's not like they respawn. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, there was one. There was one boss battle that took us a very long time, and so we had to actually uh, come up with different strategies on how to approach it. And that was That's a lot of fun, just to try and work to shoot out it a lot. Exactly. No, there were too many. Ah. It was incredible, and there were snipers. Ah, oh, snipers are a pain in the backside. Yeah. 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 My other honourable mention is Omno. That little oh, game yeah. where you're the onion dude running around. That's very pretty and very chill and just a nice calm game. Nice and relaxing, nothing to worry about. Yeah, Lee didn't play it. And I only remembered it existed because I watched you play it. Yeah, little onion dude. Play it, Lee. It's quite good. Okay. Yeah. Nice and chill. You might yeah. not like it, but the kids will. <laughs> the kids yeah. will. They're yeah. playing Sims 4 currently and Skyrim. That's what Ruby started playing. Skyrim. Well, okay. Oh, cool. We'll see Ruby mm. in 2023 then. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's quite funny. She's like, oh, how'd you find it? Oh, I think it's fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's so weird. Her mate plays it a lot, so she's kind of playing it as well. Oh, cool. Hmm. And then my final honourable mention is like Simone, Donut County. This game has changed the way I text. <laughs> <laughs> How so? Like, I've just started adding random lols to the end of my texts. Because in this game, the raccoon is texting, and he's just swallowed up half the city. And he goes, I'm just playing with my quadcopter, lol. You're just jealous, lol. Like, he just, random lols. And then he Do makes a pun after sucking up the whole city in, into the underground. And she goes, that's a funny pun, lol, but you're still in trouble. <laughs> what was it you had to add to all the messages? Was it a dog or something? Or a banana or a cat or something? Oh, that yeah, you, you, have to, you have to uh, add an emoji to it. It was a duck. Oh, duck, that's right, like yes. A, yeah. Do 100 ducks and then you get an achievement. That's <laughs> right, I forgot about that. Yes. I thought you were going to add ducks to your checks. I think you should. <laughs> I should, just a random duck emoji. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, that's my honourable mentions for a bunch of different reasons. But, yeah, Donut County has changed the way I text, and so that's got to make the list somehow. <laughs> if a game has changed your life, it's worth a mention. Exactly. Other people have, like, Man, Carl used to be so serious in his texts. Now he's ending everything with lol. lol. Like you say to your boss, um, my condolences, lol. <laughs> Lots of love. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Lots of love. <laughs> Crying, laughing face emoji. Uh, right. And so honorable mentions for our fair, from our listeners, Simone. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, yep. Yep, yep. yep. Buying for time. Honorable mention. <laughs> okay, so we have we have two here. So the first one um was is from Emily. She mentioned Splitgate. Um she says this game was super fun to play with friends. Some of the game modes had me laughing the hardest I have in a long time. Plus, it's completely free to play. Yeah. So that's actually great. I forgot Splitgate was a was a thing. Same. It was it's Halo Portal, it the... wasn't it? Yeah, we gave it the hard time of being Halo Portal. Portal Halo. Yeah, but it sounds like those that played it really enjoyed it. Oh, that's awesome. I played it briefly on my own. 
and it was fine, but it was just briefly on my own. I think you need to play with people. All those games. <laughs> I like how you've mentioned on your own twice, really quickly. I know, because I was on my own. It's a bit sad. It's incredible because you've been in lockdown, right? So you have all the excuses in the world to play games with other no, people. No, because we were only in lockdown for like six weeks in the end, seven weeks. Oh, and then we right. did like a three week, so we hardly really wasn't in lockdown that much. Man. Yeah, sounds like it was a break, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, I've got another honorable mention. This one's from Scarred for Life. Uh, he mentions Destiny 2. Mm. He put um he spent quite a few months in Destiny 2 at the beginning of this year. And so um I think that's pretty cool. I like that people are still playing Destiny 2, and I don't mean that in a patronizing way. Um Ouch. I just know that <laughs> you guys have stopped playing it. Um so it's nice and I love the I really do like the game. So I'm glad that people are still enjoying it and playing it. Witcher comes out, Witcher Queen comes out uh, like February or something this year. Next year. Yes. Yes. So that'd be interesting to see how that goes. For like $140. Yeah, because it's dying. The game's dying. People are not yeah. people playing it as much now. Yeah, yep. and you've got to buy the whole game again just mm-hmm. to get the... Oh, so annoying. Ugh. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to backfire. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Speaking of annoying games, we're moving hmm. on to our second to last category, which is the anti-game for 2022. Which I game just disappointed you? You should start, Kyle. I should start. I have three on my list. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, dear. All, all, I could not decide which was the worst one of these games. How so, many of these were played in April? Two. <laughs> <laughs> two out of the three. Okay, so majority. Yeah. So first up, that Chico in the Castle of Lucio. Remember, we have a podcast that is called A Fat Tub of Lard That Can't Jump. <laughs> oh, yes. That is this game. You are a fat tub of lard that can't jump, and I absolutely despised this game. Coming up, See, I don't know if you can include games for make for achievement challenge because that's a different. You're not gaming for pleasure. You're gaming to beat somebody else. <laughs> yeah, but you still play them. You still play them, and they can still they, I know, they can be really I'm not sure good. If it's, yeah, they no, sometimes bad. they can. Yeah, like, mostly I mean, they are bad though. Yeah, when Listen. we played um, Simone's game, which was Edith Finch in April, that was amazing. Mm. Oh, sure. Really and good. Donut County as well. Yeah, definitely. There's good yeah. games out there. But most of it, if you're getting 20,000 achievement points in that month, you're having 15,000 worth of crap. Oh, yeah, no, totally. But okay. Some crap floats to the top higher than others. <laughs> That's right, yes. There's a phrase that says love is spelt T I M E. So Kyle and you as well, Lee, put a lot of time into these games. And so there's a part of you that there's some, you can't just gloss over these things you spent time playing and so therefore it still counts okay Okay. that's fair yeah second on my list which was also just as terrible for completely other reasons was that stupid apocalypsis oh yes (laughs) i forgot about that game this game was trying so hard to be deep about something or other (laughs) and was just Bad. Did you complete it and then do the bit at the end where you have to do something with a girl? Yeah, wow. with the tree and the snake I, and I, I, everything I forgot about that game completely. brown. And it's yeah, that's right. <laughs> Honestly, if I had not played this game, my life would be 10% better. <laughs> it, it was, was not special. Good. It was special. There was nothing. There was just no. I just gave up. I literally just followed the steps to complete the game because I'd like, I need to complete this game. I do not care anymore. 
Please get me out of here. It is so bad. <laughs> if if Xbox had a thing to remove a game off your tag and they took the achievements away, <laughs> I would give Fine. up a thousand points to get this game off my tag. <laughs> it's just that bad. And last on my list, for a game I spoke about recently, particularly the ending of this game, XO1. So a good game, good mechanics, completely let down at the end with that annoying ending where it just it bugs out and it doesn't end oh that's uh, right yes. yes i do remember your rant um and the fact that the, out of the five times i've now played this game through i've only finished the game once because each time it encounters this bug where the game just never ends and the most annoying thing about this is that there are achievements tied to speedrunning it if a game's not going to end you can't speedrun the game and so as good as it is with all the cool movements and the cool environments throughout the game, at the end, it just, it basically says, oh, you know, as great as that was, let's just turn around and shoot you in the face. Sounds like it needs to be fixed. Yeah, it sounds like a bug. If this game does get patched, I might go back to it. But the fact that the ending just like sucks all the oxygen out the room really just made me really angry actually i was so angry i just uninstalled it i'm not, I'm just, I'm not even oh, gonna really? try i'm not even Ooh. gonna try 100 i'm done wow just finished so yeah those are my anti-games for all different reasons i could how rent on far, how far did you get an xo1 achievement wise i think i'm 70 percent through okay so there's four achievements left three are the speedrun ones um, one is the get high on a certain planet, which I've broken the map on that planet where everything flips upside down and you can't actually get back to the surface because you're too high and it hasn't popped. So not high enough. Yeah, clearly not. Who do you get stoned? <laughs> <laughs> so what, are your, what are your anti games, Simone? Okay, so um, I only have one on this game on my list. And I think, Kyle, when I mention it, um, I can't quite remember. Lee's thoughts on this game, but Carl, when I mentioned it, I think you're going to realize you forgot. Oh, okay. Uh, my anti game for 2021 is Gears Pop. <laughs> I did not forget. I chose not to remember. <laughs> I was that bad. Not even worth saying the name. Yeah, the game that which we do not speak of. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as any achievement hunters know, and anybody that actually played the game, this game went offline this year. Um, I spent a lot of time um, trying to clean up as many achievements as I could, and I lost a bit of my soul in the process. Mm. Um, it was a grind. It was boring. Um, it was buggy uh, as well. It was badly like like you'd fight against people that were way too powerful, and it was just really badly laid out. And mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I wish there was something that. And sometimes, if the game is designed well, I don't mind grindy games. Uh, but this one was just too tiring. I got very close to, <laughs> I'd say I got very close to 80%ing the game. Um, I think I was only off by three or so different achievements. Two of them I wasn't going to go for because it was just too much. But um, I got close. But, you know, it ticks over to midnight and it feels like, you know, when you have a really big assignment and you stay up till two o'clock in the morning doing it. And then at some point you say, okay, this is good enough. And you go to bed. That's what that feeling was. I don't miss Gears Pop. 
No, I don't think anyone does. I think they just give up on it, didn't they? Even the developers yeah. are like, no, we need to move on now. Yeah, the last days were just like, this is free and that is free. And we yeah, that's right. Up. They were giving all the stuff away, weren't they? Yeah. 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 But think... you still had to pay like $1,000 to 100% it or something stupid at the end. If you're impatient, yes. Um, yeah. I think um, the thing that frustrates me the most is the principle. The fact that they this game came out and they decided to scrap it. Yeah. You know, I don't like that idea at all. Mm. It was weird, wasn't it? Because the Guardian wasn't that impressive when it first came out. I played it briefly and went, no, it's just not that interesting. And then it for had... them to kill it 12 months later, it was weird. <laughs> it had its own trailer for E3, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I remember what's, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I installed with... it day one. I was there with Carl playing it. I was there. <laughs> I was there. I was oh, blind the flag for the game. <laughs> Mix of vibes all over again, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> this exactly. Isn't it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, how do we keep trusting this company? <laughs> I know. It's not a good look, right? Because it makes you distrust everything else. How long is this going to last? Yeah. I mean, Too how long are they going to keep Solitaire around for you? <laughs> no, know. they just keep adding more achievements, don't they? That's what they'll do. Gears Pop is a bit more niche than uh, Solitaire. I think they're good. They've got, um, I think Solitaire can count as a mommy game. Mm. Yes. So, but um, mommy game with moms that have a few more brain cells than those that play Candy Crush. <laughs> so, you know, level two mom game at least, rather than level one. <laughs> okay, my, my game. Which is a bit of a surprise, although I see that uh, I'm not alone with this, is uh, Falls Horizon 5. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just, it's the same as 4, <laughs> basically. It's exactly the same as 4. They've done nothing different in this game. Even as far as driving around, I drove up a hill and was like, I feel like this hill's in 4, you know. <laughs> Literally thought that as I drove up this hill and then dropped down again the other side. It was, I swear it was exactly the same. Um, the seasons don't change as much. There's not as much difference in the seasons now. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, lots of complaints about the grindiness. All the on online stuff's all broken. Like you can't play online still. I think it's all still broken. Okay, I have a question. Hmm. Do you think it possibly wouldn't have made your anti-game list if it wasn't hyped so much? If it just came out as the next Forza game, you wouldn't have been as disappointed. It is just a Forza game. I know, but I remember going from three to four, or mm. one to two, or two to three, and each one of those was enough of a jump for it to go, oh, this is incredible. Okay. Whereas this one hasn't enough. Like, as Cameron says, it's just not enough push forward. Yeah. They've just gone and gone, okay, so we've got this thing called Super 7. We'll just put that here. <laughs> and we'll put we'll put this over here and they've kind of just picked up the bits and pieces put it on a different place on the map what could they do though i know exactly yeah exactly yeah i do mm. wonder that i did wonder that as i put it down as an anti-game because what can you do there's only so far you can go with it anyway. but they did like forza six to seven seven's better than six though not forza horizon but actual forza because yeah. yeah. they mess with the championships so you don't have to do all the championships they say okay so this championship or this race or this um thing you have to do is worth two points and this championship which is really long is worth four points but you can do like four things that are really interesting or just do a really long championship to get the 10 points you need to go to the next level mm. so maybe they could have messed with it slightly differently that way yeah because all you've got is a bunch of get racing tracks which are fine but it's the same as four <laughs> it's exactly the same as yeah. four yeah um this is slightly off topic last time we spoke about forza horizon five uh, we spoke about the fact that you've got Hot Wheels and you've got 
Lego in the last yep. one as expansions. And so and the Storm big Island is, or whatever it was called, yeah. The big question is, well, what else is there, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I yeah. just had a thought. What if they put Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in Forza Horizon 5? That would be amazing. You could fly. Yeah. Yeah. And swim. Yeah. And swim. <laughs> and sing. And sing. Yes. Oh, man. Play that song on repeat. And, um, and for, for those side missions, you'd actually have like Dick Van Dyke as the narrator. That would be amazing. Yes. Oh, so, <laughs> yes. So if one of the things like fours or five or six, they brought in Top Gear, didn't they? The Top Gear guys came in. Mm. Yeah. And that was fun because you got a Top Gear guys. So you're right. So Top Gear guys comes in to get famous people to come in and do stuff around tracks that you know because you watch Top Gear. Yeah. So maybe that's what they need to do. They need to bring in some kind of something interesting. Lego was fun, but it was too big. Like it was too hard to complete. Yeah, Lego is massive. Yeah, it's you would never complete it. Like it's so impossible to get the two thousand bricks yeah. or whatever you need to get to complete it. Um, Hot Wheels is fun. That's really good. Hot Wheels. I've gone back and played that quite a lot. Uh, the rallying stuff. They could do more rallying stuff. Maybe the storm, uh, the storm island, or whatever Thunder Island, whatever it's called. Yeah. Do you think that maybe? Horizon 5 wasn't so good because number four was just so good. So like, yeah, exactly. And that's why I asked if Emily's played these games before. Yeah, because with the next-gen patch for Forza Horizon 4, they really smoothed everything out. Yeah, yeah, 4K60 yeah. looks amazing. They've, they've, you know, they've updated it a bit. Um, they've kind of almost backported all the improvements from 5 into 4. And then yeah. 5 came out, and it was just the same. The sound does sound better. I would admit that. You're driving around. I don't know if it's because they've said something, but when you're driving around cities or driving through tunnels, the echoing, the sound, all that sounds really cool. Oh, uh, yep. But would I have noticed that if they hadn't said anything? If they hadn't pushed all this sound stuff they're doing? Would I have noticed? That's a question, really. Maybe. Graphics-wise is the same, like, really. It's not that much difference in 4 and 5. Yeah. It still looks very pretty, but they probably also needed to have set it in a better place than Mexico. Mexico's really boring. <laughs> it's yeah. not that much. there's not much in mexico difference wise yeah so the volcano bet... is basically like some volcanic rock <laughs> and a track uh, so they really should have chosen a more interesting setting because even if it was the same game say in japan it would yeah, look exactly. visually it would look a whole lot different and it would force you to play almost a little bit differently because you have that big city you know, kind of look what they should do you know in number two where you open up areas and you did like a road trip to a different area? Ah, oh, yes. They need to make it like you start off in France, and then you complete France and go to Germany, and then you complete Germany and go to Russia. Like, you know, the there and back again sort of the bike track one they did? That's what they need to do. That would make the game interesting, because you have completely different areas each time. Mm, different biomes, yeah. and then add the seasons to that, and it yeah. would be like, oh, you know, so suddenly you're, you're in Germany in spring. Yeah, and it's a road trip. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what they need to do. Yeah, there's lots they can do with it. And I definitely feel like Mexico is a very strange setting for it. Yes. Oh, there was a massive amount of fans of Xbox fans in Mexico, though. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of Xbox fans in was Mexico. It two years or three years ago, they had the, um, the Xbox X thing, whatever they call yeah, it. XO. XO, yeah, that was in Mexico, wasn't it? That's actually yeah. the last live one is Mexico. So maybe that was the reason they did it. Yeah, maybe. Interesting. Mm. So, yeah, no, I was just, I played it and I've done lots of it. But, and I'll probably go back to complete it, but not that, not rushing back to it again. Yeah. Maybe when they bring the DLC out, I'll jump in there. Hopefully, the DLC adds some cool stuff, more Lego, yeah, more new. 
Because Eliminate is fine, but once you've played it, you've played it. Like, it's just the same thing over and over again, really. Yeah. I'm not is. a Battle Royale person anyway, so it doesn't really help. Uh, the Super 7 thing is fine, and it's interesting, but not really. Like, it's messing around in cars. For our listeners' choice awards for the anti-game, Kingsman also put down Forza Horizon 5, being the greatest personal disappointment. <clears throat> yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's a, the same as number four, but it, it's number four, but prettier, <laughs> really. It is, yeah. It's, it's basically the same, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And Even Char- the races. Yeah, Charmander put down Gang Beasts being really glitchy. <laughs> and rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> it's only rubbish if you can't play it properly. Yes, whatever. It's rubbish. <laughs> whatever. So yeah, that's the, <laughs> the anti-game. And now... Our final, our final award of the night is our game of the year for 2022. Should we start off with the listeners and then end with us? Yes, that's a good yes. idea. Uh, out of us three, allow me to go first. That's okay. Okay. So for the listeners, Lee, do you want to do the listeners? Uh, for sure. One second. For game um... of the year 2021. Remember, guys, these are just the games that we've played this year, not the games that came out this year. If we played a game that came out this year, then you can you can blame us for the fact that well done. we're in lockdown. <laughs> uh, Neil Master. So have you picked everybody here or just some random ones? Just some random ones. That sounded interesting. Uh, Life has changed true colors for Neil Master. Oh, hmm? yes. Yes, I don't know anyone that hasn't enjoyed that game. This game has popped up a lot, yeah. Very interesting. Because I don't feel like the first game was that good. It was... Hella good. But <laughs> it was hella fun. Hella fine. <laughs> it was a good thousand points. Uh, yes. Well, eventually, when I complete it. <laughs> if you finish the game, yeah. If I finish the game, yeah. I didn't see the remastering it next year. What? No. Yep. No, really? Life of Change be remastered. Yeah, yeah. I did see it pop oh, up. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? what why? No, that's I, don't, I didn't great. click on the link and find anything out. I just <laughs> remember reading it and went, oh, that's awesome. No, well, that's actually really good because the biggest criticisms people had of the first game was, uh, okay, the dialogue's not great, which is probably going to stay <laughs> as it is. The lip syncing was not great. So, um, no, I think the game with the facelifts could be really good. People enjoyed the first game. It did. Just for the record. Yeah, no, yeah, no. It's just me and Carl take the mickey the whole time. I just, I just got sick of it. I couldn't play anymore. No, you've got to come up with some better jokes. <laughs> That's all I've got. Okay. That's all I've got. This if I played the game more, I might have got better jokes. <laughs> uh, Gary's got Football Manager. I guess it's 2021. I don't think it'll be 2020. Yes. He does play oh, the game a lot. I almost jumped in because I have a few friends that play it. But it's really good, but you don't I, just jump in. This game is not a jump-in game. I know. I, I got a bit... Um, uh, oh, dang. I'm completely intimidated. Yes. I got yeah, no, because I can't play. I used to play this game, but then I used to work on site all the time. And how it worked was you work 12 hour days, get back at, into your hotel room and sit on your laptop playing football manager while watching yep. TV because there's nothing <laughs> else you can do when you're bored. But yeah. I spent hours and hours and hours. Yeah. I think 2012 got like 400 hours into 2012. <laughs> on Steam, Steam Yeah. It's quite good. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising from Scarred. 
Yeah, this oh, game. Oh, cool. Yeah, That's I on keep, my to playlist. Yeah, I keep seeing this on special and I keep nearly picking it up. Yeah. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it's on my playlist. Um, I can't remember how we came across it, but I was with Kyle at the time. I think I either saw the box art or a trailer, and Kyle <laughs> said, People are saying this is better than Breath of the Wild. And so I thought, yes. well, Zelda Breath of the Wild is pretty acclaimed. I would love to play something I can play on my Xbox that is even better. Yep. Um, and so I guess, you know me, I'm competitive. So if I can play something that's better than like a Switch-only game, I'm going to probably play it. Yeah, it keeps popping on special. Keep your eyes open for it. Um, it does keep. Okay. Hitman 3 from Kinsman. Hmm. We had a lot uh, of people play Hitman this year. Hitman 3 is game of year for a lot of people. It's a very, very good game. Yeah, people Great. love it. Mm. Did it come out this year? Yes, beginning of the year, February. January. January, okay. I think. It feels like it's been a long time. It's been a long year, yeah. 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 I played a lot of Hitman 1 this year, out of curiosity, because of 3, because of Kinsman. <laughs> oh, cool. Mm. It's fun. Hey. It is a fun game. It's the sort of game you keep playing, though. You just do the same mission over and over again. There's always different, different ways, ways of yeah. doing missions. Yeah, so it's quite interesting. Interesting game pattern, I guess, or game mechanic. Yeah, the game loop is very satisfying. Mm. Oh, it definitely is, especially if you go, right, I need to get the guy and I need to drop the chandelier on his head and kill him. <laughs> so you need to work out where you have to be and what the timing is for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's quite cool. And not be caught, that's the biggest thing. Or shoot your way out. <laughs> There's always guns. There's always guns. There's always guns, that's right. Um. Okay. So that's it. That's our uh, guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, a good good spectrum there from our listeners for Game Definitely. of the Year. Definitely. Thanks for voting, everyone. Thanks for nominating and voting and giving us your two cents. And now it's time for us to drop the hammer on what our games were. Drop the hammer. That's right. I asked to go first because I've actually already talked a lot about this game, and so I didn't want to hype it up too much. Oh, okay. So... I am hopped. <laughs> In real life, um, those that those are my friends that don't listen to the podcast, which is all of them, um, <laughs> asked me what my game of the year was because obviously that saves them having to listen to two hours of us. Uh, and I always answered with, well, I played The Witcher and I think it's amazing. And then I went through my list and I uh, realized that there were a few games that I'd forgotten, and namely What Remains of Edith Finch. Which mm. is my game of the year for twenty. Wow, yep, a little game, a little indie game. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it oh, was that's just very cool. that good. I'm not going to rehash what I said earlier in the show. So, yeah, play the game if you haven't. It's free nearly everywhere. Mm. <laughs> I got this on... game on Game for Golf like three years ago or something, and installed it to play it. Yep, I have it on GOG as well. Um, I don't have it on Steam. Epic might have had it for free at one point, so I'm sure you've got it for free somewhere. It's on Game Pass, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yes, it is, actually. Yeah. So you could play it on xCloud if you're not in New Zealand. There you go. <laughs> Whatever. So Simone's Sorry. Game of the Year, What Remains of Edith Finch. Yep. Man, good choice. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay, I'll do mine next and let you do the last call. Mine is actually Halo Infinite. Campaign. Wow. Campaign, okay. Yep. Campaign, yeah. And multiplayer. Multiplayer is fun. I've played some multiplayer. It's good. Man, Although as soon as the campaign started up, was it last week it came out, the campaign? 
Uh, yes. Fingers on a, a week. I've, uh, December 8th. It's been two weeks. Oh, I've been a couple of weeks. It's incredible. It reminds me of Destiny. It reminds me of OG Destiny. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's so good. It's so nice to run around and do stuff and just do stuff and run around. And have these little missions you can go on. And nothing's too far away. Everything's just far enough that you can kind of go back to the, um, the fob, get some guys with you, get a truck, drive to the next place. All your guys die around you. But you manage <laughs> to do the mission. They're so useless, the soldiers. They always die. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, the campaign's amazing. It's so good. And the story's nice because you can kind of, you know, you were talking about stories, was it Witcher, where you kind of feel like you're being pushed along. You have to kind of, it's all a rush, but not really. Mm -hmm. This is actually quite cool because it doesn't, you don't have to rush. It doesn't feel like, she talks, weapons go into you all the time. Oh, you know, we were doing this. You should probably continue doing this. And you're like, but if you want to go and do something else, that's fine. That's what she's kind of like the whole way for it. She's just chatting away. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the sort of the side mission is good. Like the fobs are quite fun to take out. You, you have different levels of different baddies. Like all the baddies are slightly different. There's a grunt I killed today. Who had like a really hard grunt to kill. He was like a one of the special baddies called Bat Bat or something, or Bat Fat or something like some weird name, Bam Fat or something. Bat Fat. And it was just, it was really funny because weapon was going. Oh, so this is so and so, and he's a grunt, but he's re- you know he's really tough. And then you kill him. She goes, oh well, that's probably one of the hardest grunts to. Bit flap. There you go. Bit flap. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Not back fat, no. <laughs> uh, but it was cool because, and yeah, it's hard, it's hard enough, but it's not. Like, I'm doing it on normal because I want to do all the like side achievements. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's basically impossible to do, I think, on. And even then, it's hard sometimes to do it. Man. But it's fun. It's great. And once you get the fops, you can quick travel, get a truck, and drive around. And I always grab guys. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And, um, using, and I use the uh, grapple a lot. Because you have to get over stuff, and it's really handy for just kind of finding nooks and crannies. And there's all these little caves everywhere. You go into the cave, and there's guns, and there's kind of random stuff to find. And yeah, it's very cool. I've, um, I've seen the map. Do I understand that Infinite is kind of open world? Yeah, completely. Yeah. Well, it starts it... off as a mission, or two, and then goes open world after that. Right. Okay. Is it the first Halo that's been open world? Yeah, but it does feel like one. You know, in one, when you first start out, and you've got to go and do all the go and find all the um, uh, crashed guys, crashed soldier guys mm-hmm. in CE. For one of the first missions, you're running around. It's a bit like that. Okay. okay. Yeah. How's that feel to it? Definitely. Because you're running around, and you're going, oh, you've got to get to this point here. You get to that point, there's a big battle. But then you've got to find a workout how to get to the next point. And there's all this thing going on. But just on a big scale, like on a really cool big scale. Oh, awesome. Cool. Have you heard the grunt chatter? Yes, the grunts are hilarious. <laughs> That's Just when so they kill funny. you, when they kill you, they go, I did it, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, it was me, I got the last shot. Yeah. There's uh, one talking about the Xbox. I didn't hear that guy, but the Xbox guy. Yeah. He said, popped these. up on Twitter today. He goes, does anyone have a spare Xbox controller? I broke mine. <laughs> and then he goes, and if anyone has a spare Xbox, Xbox. I will take that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh. They have these, um, and like um, uh, radio towers everywhere that you have to take out. And if you go near them, you can hear them chatting away and they're kind of encouraging people or telling stories or whatever as you're going around. You just take them out. So that's where you get all these stories off. Oh, Carl, I think the campaign's going to take us forever. Oh, yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah. Oh, There's so much. And some of the, I can't even find. I've like on the map, you can see like a, um, I can't remember what they're called now. There's like a little boost you pick up to boost all your gear. And one's there, but I can't find it. I know I've got to go into a cave and go underneath the mountain and come up the other side, but trying to find the entrance to the cave. Oh, yes. Spent a whole bunch of time yesterday mucking around trying to find the stupid entrance. I, like, <laughs> I just couldn't find it. So, 
There's no photo mode, is there? I I don't know. I'm no, not, sure. not yet. That's not coming yet. with the co-op campaign, I believe. Oh, cool. it's going to be so good in co-op. Remember Destiny when you were around two of us running around open world shooting stuff? It's mm-hmm. going to be like that oh, again. Man. And there are four of you running around doing Destiny co-op, and it's just going to be incredible. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, man. We need to wrap this up quick. I just want to jump into Halo Infinite now. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool, yeah. And the missions are good. Like, the actual storyline is good as well. Like, it's interesting. I've no idea what's going on still with this story. It's not like it's a really obvious storyline, so that's also very good. It's cool. It's fun. It's not what I expected. I was very suspicious after Halo 5. I was so suspicious. Yeah, we noticed. Oh, yeah. You were suspicious that it was ever going to come out. You were suspicious it was ever going to be good. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're that excited about something that's potentially that good, you don't want to let yourself down. No, I played five as well, don't forget. And five was a real disappointment. And they obviously went, okay, so people actually like playing Master Chief. (laughs) And that's what you do. You're playing Master Chief. You're running around. The soldiers are cool. They have little chats when they're running around and... They have all the little Halo stuff, the original Halo game where all the soldiers are talking to you all the time. Oh, man. That's so cool. Because yeah. that was one of the best things about Halo CE was when you'd come close to soldiers and the one would say to the other one, there he is. You know? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, damn right. Here I am. <laughs> but when you die, they're like, the chief's dead and stuff like that. Like They're going, <laughs> you're like shocked that you died and stuff. So you kind of get that. And then you get called the demon. So when you turn um, to elites, like the demon's here, we've got to kill him. The elites say, they get to you? Oh, that's so good. Oh, it's yeah. really good. You need to play it, guy. You just need to get just get into it. Well, oh, actually, just wait and do it by April, and then we can go through it together. I think it'd be great oh, fun to run through together. That'll be awesome. Yeah, just watching the, the clips of the grunts talking to each other and just the one where he gets the two grenades and he lights them up on his hands, and he goes, yes, ah, I didn't you. mean to turn them on, and he starts coming towards <laughs> you. <laughs> There's so much personality that they've added to these aliens. They have. Great. Yep. Oh man. Uh, great. I'm so excited. Right. Well done. Well done, Halo guys. Yeah. Good job, 343. But um although <laughs> number four yeah. was really good. <laughs> I like number four. Yeah, four was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed four. Yeah. Yeah. Who did LDST? Was that them as well? I don't know. It doesn't feel like them. It feels like a um bungee. Yeah. Like the graphics or the feel of it is. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe it was when Bungie was getting over Halo. Yeah, we're in five. The guy from ODST is in five. Oh, okay. Came out before oh, cool. Reach. Yeah, it's just, it's um, what's his face? The guy from um, Firefox, Fire, Firefly. Nathan cool. Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. Okay, that's cool. All right. Well, my game of the year, to be to surprise absolutely no one, <laughs> is Scarlet Nexus. What? I uh, know. I know. You haven't mentioned it all horror. night. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I know. I've been. I was trying to keep it out of all the categories and talk about other things. I know. That's why I was avoiding Halo and Infinite. That's why I said I've got stuff to say about Infinite. I didn't want to say anything though because it was like, yeah. yep, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you had my problem, which is like, I'll go first because well, you've already. Yeah. I have everyone. already gushed. I've already gushed. Yeah. Uh, so Scarlet Nexus makes my list. For one of the main reasons is that it is the least buggy experience I've ever had in a new game. Yep. There's been no crashes to the dashboard. There's been no bugs that you can't complete quests or missions. There's been no graphical bugs. There's no one that phases through a tree or anything. 
the only minor bugs I've encountered have been translation bugs with the subtitles. Yeah. Um, and that is the only thing I've encountered that's, a, that's been a problem. Everything else has just worked. This game has just worked. And the fact that a game just working in 2021 means that it in immediately is one in the top 10 list is kind of says where we are in the game industry, right? Yep. Apart from that, the story is absolutely bonkers. And it would have made my top story if I knew what half of what was going on. Because <laughs> I've recently finished it, so I've played through Kasane. Um, I have my gripes with the characters, Kasane's team specifically. Um, but the, the, the story, was, I was reminded again how absolute bonkers the story is. And for an anime fan, if they were to sit down and actually listen to how the story is or what the story is, the general arc of the game, they would kind of be in disbelief, <laughs> just kind of sit there going, man, this sounds like a K-drama just about. <laughs> um, but other than that, in terms of if we had the, the category for like good controls, the controls in this game are tight. The fighting is great. The graphics are good. It's like 4K60. It just looks and feels amazing. It's responsive. The music is really good. Um, it, yeah. it feels some, some of the music is like jazz dubstep which is a cool mixture. I mean, would have taken a Japanese game to sort that out. Um, there's a whole lot of stuff that was experimenting and trying with this game. And it really is just, it all just comes together and it's such a good package. And it is one of those games where you feel like, I've finished the story now, I can put it down. If there's new story DLC that comes out, I'll pick it up again. But for now, the game is done. I'm finished. So you've Scarlet played through twice. Yeah, I've played through Yuito and Kasane. I mean, there's some achievements I can go mop up, but I'm just going to take a break for a bit. Yeah. Because I think it took me about 70 hours in total to go through. Um, and the problem I have with Kasane's story, the main graph, is that characters that are unlikable never have a redemption arc. They continue to remain unlikable to the very end. Yeah, I, I know that that bothered you, but it feels like real life. Yeah, but someone's a dick, they're a dick. Yeah, yeah. but in they never game, get better. In a game, you know, like someone's a bit of a dick, you know, something happens, you save their life, then they suddenly warm up to you, and suddenly they're mm. not so much of a dick to you, but maybe they are to other people. In this game, it's just once a dick, always a dick. Yeah, and no, I understand. So there's no sort of redemption arc. Kasane, when you're playing through Yuito, she's very robotic, she's very emotionless. When you're playing as Kasane, you get the, the background. You, you like in, you're seeing her in a monologue. You're seeing what she thinks. She is still just a robot. At no point do you ever think she's a person. So they definitely spent more personality on Yuito. Interesting. Yeah. So she was more of a supporting character that got a role rather than was yeah. written for her, maybe? Yeah. yeah. And near the end, she sort of gets a bit more personality she warms up she actually starts smiling when she talks <laughs> but it, it kind of comes too little too late mm. um but with these graphs they're even though i'm going on about them they're just minor these this game is really good looks so pretty absolute bonkers story like i have no idea where to even start if you ask me what the story you should is watch about. the uh the tv series the anime That's, see if it yeah. makes sense it might actually start drain out the noise yeah um and it's not super padded like there's not a lot of things that they make you go through every sort of 
mission in the main story is progress towards something else. Towards is it on rails? Else. So you're kind of following a track? Yeah, it's not really open deviate. world. You can yeah. you get other missions, side quests, where you can jump between places, but it's always you're at point A, going to point B, run along the track, kill the enemies along the way. You look awesome, feel awesome doing it. Cool. So I really like what they've done. Great world building, I must say. The world building was ridiculous. Um, and that's probably why the story is so bonkers, because they knew what they wanted to do in the world, and they knew what had to happen in order for the story to happen. So game of the year for me is Scarlet Nexus, which is a new game, 2021 game as well, which is pretty impressive, <laughs> I think. Look at you go. You sound Play like a professional. New games? What is this? And I think that is it for our last show of the year. Oh, good job, us. Yes, 69 episodes. What a nice number to end on. Very, very nice. <laughs> Before we wrap up, is there anything you guys want to say? Any housekeeping? Any shout-outs? No. We're all just we're tired. I think we've done <laughs> what, 140 hours worth of podcasting this year, probably, so we're probably done now. Yeah, I think we are done. It's been a long year. It's been a good year. It's been a massive year. I'm excited for next year. Same. Next year is going to be a bit of a different year, I think, for us. Hmm. So getting some new things, doing some mm, new things. New shiny things. Yeah, we're doing things with stuff, and we're going to do stuff with things. Going to confuse Cameron. That's, yeah. that's our goal. We've got a new <laughs> goal. That's what we are doing. So thank you, Bananas, for listening. Thank you for hanging out for this year. It's been a colossal year. It's been an amazing year to have you guys with us. I mean, our community is probably the best in the world. And I say that with as little bias as possible. So we can't thank you guys enough. The people that hang out in the Discord, the people that just silently listen to our episodes. I mean, you guys are awesome. Um, we've got heaps of ratings on, on our podcast platforms. Um, Spotify now lets you rate podcasts. So please do that. I think Spotify even lets you rate individual episodes. So, you oh, so, does, get... yeah, so does my podcast listener thingy, whatever so it's called. Yeah. Neat. So if you can rate individual episodes, tell us where we're good, where we're bad, what you want to see more of. Yep. Um, otherwise, just rate the show. It gives us six thumbs up. And yeah, we um, that's us for 2021 signing off. So thank you guys for listening. Um, as per usual, all our episode stuff is in episode description. All our social media links. We'll still be active on Discord over the holidays. Probably not as active because we'll be at the beach. I'll still be posting news. Woohoo. Lee's still posting <laughs> news on Twitter, so follow him if that's your jam. And for the last time in 2021, Mr. Lee, where can they find you? I'm still Lee Howard, and I'm still on the Xbox, and I'm still on Twitter as Lee Howard. And Simone. Hasn't changed. <laughs> you know, one of the things I think changed this year, did I change my gamer tag this year, or was it last year? No, I think you did. Yeah. This year. So I am now Jim Bean NZ. And I'm on Twitter and Xbox Live. So you moved country? Yes. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. I moved my name. I changed my name last year. Oh, no. You, moved, you have to change your name again. Nah. No. No. Nah. No, New Zealand represent. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? It's um, NZ. <laughs> Throwing up our gang signs on the stream. Spock. Zed. <laughs> Uh, and you can find me at Zarkras on the Xbox. So from all of us here at, at the Xbox cast, 
Goodbye, good night.